to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. See, I want my toilet to say, because it's very rare when I got a two-dump day. Okay. But if I walk back in there at 1 o'clock and he looks at me and says, Again! Oh, my God! You already did it this morning and now I get a second one? No. I feel so happy that I was able to give that to him. No. I don't know why I assume the toilet is also a man. I did too. Why couldn't the toilet be a woman? I'm glad you didn't assume it was a woman. Oh I feel like that was God! somebody Oh my God, you're back again. The first time was so good. Thank God you're back. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Back. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Hope you're having a good day. Timmy Hall is in for Common Man today. I'm, I'm of course, T-Bone. Bodie is in for Panama Ted. And what we have for you today, I mean, we have lots of things, right? We're going to talk to Rimmer, 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk about the Jackets. They lost again last night. Who cares? Let's not even, you know, with rims, let's just talk about other things. Let's get to the name dropping. We'll get right into the name dropping. Right. We don't have to talk about and this. And you're not allowed to say Kirill Marchenko. Well, you can no, say his name. Maybe. He, he I don't know if I want to even bother with that. Um, but, you know, the thing that we are going to have to do, it is one of our favorite days. It is the Wild Card Wednesday. And I can't believe I can't find the, uh, where's the dude? That's Where'd... not good, man. That's not good. First off, what a I wild can... card. Hang on. Would you like me to play some computer sound to get us going? <laughs> Would you you like to hear some off-in-the-distance highlights from from the Blue Jackets game last night? There, there, Hey, there there it is. All right. Yeah, I found it. Okay, there it's not where it should be, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, I we actually need to get, because Jen Winters does her own, like, like, we need to get that saved so we can use that as well. She she does that? It's like a a manual power cat noise? Yeah, she'll bring it if no one else, if no one else has it yeah. she'll just she'll just do that but no we have actual wild card wednesday by, stuff by the way to get into like the some some feline topics are you a cat person you have cats at the house we is that what you think wild card wednesday is where it's just we talk cats on here is that what you think i mean well, what, it are you can ta- be. what are you talking about that's talk about anything it's exactly right and that's anything what's well, not wild i thought cat that wednesday. was fit for the show it is fit for the show yes, i am it's wild card wednesday cats are not sports by the so way, so it's like a bridge right into Wild Card Wednesday nonsense. Tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one your Wild Card tweets because that it can be anything for anything today that you want us to talk about. It's our favorite day of the week, other than Friday. And well, no, at Wild Card Wednesday better than Friday. Anyway, tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one, and we can talk about whatever. Now, to answer, now your answer question, the damn question, am I a cat person? I have. We have two cats at the house, so yes. Yes, we. I mean, I, yes. I, I am not against them being in the house. <laughs> I would hope not, because you have two of them. Right. They are not my... I much prefer the company of a dog, but if you had asked me this question... So you prefer the company of an emotionally shallow pet. That's right. As yes. Robert De Niro Yes, exactly right. I like, yes. a, I like a dog that will just <laughs> sit there, and you can just be the dumbest owner in the world, and yet the dog is like, you're my hero, and then just sits there and wants to be around you at all times... I like dogs. However, I have come to appreciate cats because they pick their spots. They know. Like, cats have that thing where they're like, okay, it's just not today where no one's feeling this. No one needs to be bothered. They leave you alone. Then every once in a while, your cat will just come up and be like, 
hey, what's up? And then it kind of snuggles up to you, and you're like, oh, the cat's here. And uh-huh. you just yeah. give a little five minutes. You take of, what you can get. And then the cat is like, and I will not see you again for a month. Uh-huh. And then you're like, all right, bye, cat. See you later. I'm going to hide out under the bed in the guest bedroom right I'm, now. I'm going to dump. That's where I'll be. I'm going to dump out your bathroom into a trash bag and throw it in the garbage. Every in a few weeks, and then we're pa- gonna yeah, not, toilet that's paper about it. rolls gone. Go, yep, those are gone. Uh, I will feed you, and I will never know if you're eating unless I come down the next day and see that the bowl's empty. And then I will assume you're healthy, and that's about it. So cats have become a thing that I appreciate now because they're not like in your face. I think they spice it up a little bit. They change things up. That's what I've come to appreciate about having a cat again. We got we had been I'd been out of the cat game basically since my days of living in the house I grew up in. We always had a cat when I was a kid, never had a dog. So that's just, it wasn't my choice. I think when I was, you know, like every, you know, boy or girl, you're 13, 14 years old, you go through that phase where if you haven't had a dog, you might want one. You see a cute, you know, yellow lab or black lab or whatever. We've had labs. So we've, we've appreciated our two yellow labs that we've had, but I was always a cat kid growing up. So it was exciting for us to go and adopt a cat last year. And when they're kittens too, I mean, oh, they're my great. god, they're that's when that's, they're, that's that's a fun time. But then oh, that's boy. a lot of work, and you got to no. That's where I'll step in and say not really because my wife, who's the biggest dog person ever, she never had a cat. Always had dogs from the time she was three years old throughout her entire lives. So yeah, I just she's, said, I she's put got multiple. Well, yeah, she's, she's got cat. She's yeah. got cat fever. She's got cat lives. Multiple now. lives for yeah. Sarah. Yeah, but. The the kitten phase, it's just cute and cuddly. All you really had to do is, I don't know if you got yours when they were kittens, you just show them the litter box thing, they either take it or not. Ours did. It was the easiest thing ever outside of, you know, the you get the scratching post and all That's that. That's the part I was talking about. But there's about, like, no, like, meowing. There's no equivalent to barking all night. Oh, true. You're not right, taking yeah. it outside 50 times a day. You set up your litter box area, and you're done. That's it. And you start enjoying the cat. And we don't do puppy phase. We adopt dogs. We go straight to adulthood. Yeah, that's that's the way to go, getting them out of the puppy phase, because we adopted our dog, Boomer. Who the cats? Just so everyone is clear, the cats. No, 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 no. Back, back, no, back. Not, not named after him. I get that, and I get Boomer Esiason. It's not either of those things. <laughs> the cats are named after our cats are named Siggy and Frankie Siggy. after two crew legends. They're crew cats. They yes. are both tortoiseshell cats. So they you are named like, them. Yes, I did. Yeah. I was. I that was the deal. I said if we're going to get this cat, then I get to name it. And so anyway, the cats are named after two crew legends. And so I thought, let's name the dog after a Blue Jackets legend. But I didn't feel like anyone had really gotten to that point. I mean, I thought maybe Nash, but still it's weird because like I interview Rick Nash from time to time doing this job. I thought that would be weird. So instead what we did was we went with a little fun and we thought, let's call him Boomer. Boomer's kind of a, a fun type of, you know, exuberant type of name. But of course the Jackets had a mascot named Boomer that I wish would return. And occasionally he pops out, you see him and then he's gone again. So we named him after Boomer, hoping it would bring some luck, because both times we adopted a cat, and I named the cat after the crew, the crew won. I'm not joking. They won MLS Cup both times that happened. That's that's We adopted cool. Siggy in the summer of 2008. She is very old now, but they won MLS Cup in 2008. We adopted her, like, literally found her in my friend's garage. Wow. Where they just, he just like, I got this stray cat. I don't know what to do with it. We took her in. And then we adopted Frankie in 2020 during the pandemic, and... Crew one MLS Cup. It seems to be that you could just go down to German Village and pick up a cat 
You know, you, like you don't really I mean, need to be going right. to shelters for you're cats, right. right? There's billions of stray cats roaming this country. That's right. There's one pet that, you know, and then you still to get a kitten, you go to one of those uh, breeders and that's how that goes. But we had to name our cat after a candy. This was Jack's oh, kitty okay. cat. So what's the cat's name? The cat's name is Twizzler. And I don't I think like that. I don't think once in its life. It, it's also crazy. Like, you, you don't really know where the term pet name comes from until mm. you own pets, and then you realize, oh, yeah, a pet name, because I never have called this pet by its actual name. It's shortened. It's you never say Twizzler. It's, you say, hey, never, what's up, Twiz? Not, not, yes, it's Twiz. It's Twizzy. Then it turned into Sticks for Twizzler Sticks. <laughs> Or it turned into bits for Twizzler bits, bits. and then so, it turned from bits to bitty, and so I'm usually at a at a bitty. That's usually mm, what I call her. I see bitty so, cat. So it's like it's like Twizzler is a hockey player because every, oh, sure. every hockey every yeah. hockey player it's you like put a Y at the end. What's his name? Yeah. Jeff? No, he, Jeffy. Uh, you mean you mean Jeffy? You mean Skeezwad? You mean Halsey. Slap Nuts? Yeah, like yeah, everyone's bonesy. got. There's never like if the dude's name <laughs> Cam. Cam Atkinson had the shortest name ever, and they were always like, "Oh, Cameron was out there today getting it done." It's like you added a syllable, you had to double his name. Yeah, you doubled his Reg- name up for no reason. No good. Regular names boring. We yeah. want something new, something different every time. By the way, I'm already sensing it. I haven't got any tweets about it yet. I'm just sensing there are some of you out now in the audience going, "You haven't even mentioned that it's National Signing Day," and to that I say, "You're wrong." It is first and foremost Wildcard Wednesday. And on this show, we are not deviating from the prescripted program, which is Wildcard Wednesday. Now, we will mention some recruits that happened. By the way, Timmy Hall, good for you. Tim is doing, Bodie is doing similar work here. Tim is doing this show and then doing two hours of Buckeye show. An hour and a half. Hour and a half, Plus sorry. a 15-minute stinger for warm-up. Buckeye warm-up because the men's basketball team is playing and again, why not playing Maine? Maine. Yep. At home of Acadia National Maine. Park, we learned last right. night. Maine Coon Mix Cats. There you and go. We're just talking about cats. They're playing Maine at 8.30 tonight yeah. for some reason. Great so, tip time. Yes. And Tim is doing pre and post game. Joey Lane will join you on Buckeye Show. So you will get plenty of talk about basketball. You will also get some recruiting coverage, I'm quite sure, on Buckeye Show. Yes. We will get into yes. that as well on the show today. Figure we bring in our basketball guy on National Signing Day. Yeah, I wanted to do that. That's good. That's I like my it. gift. That's my Christmas present for everybody. I like that. You'll be surprised to know, and if you've listened to Joey's podcast, he's he's a big football fan. He pays attention to every single sport around the block O. And we, we'll, we'll get to do a little hybrid type of show. We'll have time to do National Signing Day, and we'll talk about the uh, Buckeye basketball team in general. The and we'll main, talk about it too. A lot of here. Maine facts, too, throughout the next like four it. hours. I like Facts it. about Maine. I heard our one promo. Stephen King lives there. And he the does. Buckeyes are playing Maine that's, tonight. That's right. There you go. So that's all coming up and more. We'll get into some of the uh, topics of the day from recruiting. There was some some news with the Buckeyes and some news outside. We'll get into all that coming up next. Also, some baseball news that I got to talk about with my favorite baseball team. Plenty of other things to slide into on a wild card Wednesday. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a problem area on the west side of I-70 westbound between 270 and Hilliard Rome Road. There is an overturned semi blocking all lanes. Emergency crews are now on scene. Traffic is being forced off onto northbound 270. There's also the ramp from northbound 270 that has closed. Please avoid the area if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Association of County Behavioral Health Authorities. Sometimes life can be overwhelming. Crisis text line can help. If you're struggling and feel like you can't talk to anyone, text 4HOPE to 741-741. 
free confidential support, prices text line. Text for Hope to 741-741 now. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you are having a great wild card Wednesday right here on The Fan. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Before we go any further, got to tell you about my water. We have had great water in the house the last two and a half plus years because we got Connecticut put in right when we moved into the house. Right before the pandemic, we moved into our new house, and I said, let's get some Connecticut in here. They came into the whole home water treatment system, which means K5 drinking water station. I got that, so all the water that goes into the fridge for all the ice and the water you get out of the fridge, that's all Connecticut water. We have our own little faucet that has the purified Connecticut water, and then we also have all the water in all of our appliances, in the showers, the sinks, everywhere. That is all filtered through the Connecticut system as well. Mm. So we've got it all treated, all taken care of. So no more funk getting in the water. It feels different when you get in the shower. You can definitely tell the difference. And, of course, we don't have the stains on our glasses, the little white spots, just little things that after a while you live with them. And then once it's eliminated, you go, God, it's so much better to have this water. You definitely feel better about what's coming into your house. ConnecticutColumbus.com. Get the funk out of your water today. They can come in and check out your water, tell you exactly what you need to get it fixed. ConnecticutColumbus.com. And tell them T-Bone sent you. So golfer Fred Funk, not allowed. Not allowed in the water. Not allowed around the system. Nope. If he's floating around in my water, then we got yeah. problems. Fred Funk, I will call get that glass out of your hands. I, poison the well. I will call Connecticut and try to figure that out. Um, so it is a wild card Wednesday. It is also a national signing day. Buckeyes uh, recruits so far, I believe they've got a good amount of their signings now on board. A lot of the guys that were expected to sign did. A couple of things that didn't work out quite the way Ohio State had hoped. Uh, there was uh, a few things. One was Kayan Lee, who was a 2023 defensive back, four-star corner. He announced that he's decommitting from the Buckeyes, and then apparently it was announced that he is committing to Auburn. So that would be Bummer. Hugh Freeze, yeah. who just took that job, flipping a guy. Flip. This guy is from Georgia, four-star defensive back, decommitting from the Buckeyes. That's there's no way to slice it. That's not good. That one stinks because you know you did see a good amount of defensive backs leave the program, right? That was something that we talked about going into last season, and at the same time, none of those guys were at the top of the depth chart, you know. But still, defensive backs here at Ohio State have not lived up to it this year. Everybody that has eyes knows that, and outside of Rocket Hickman and you know some bright spots with Lathan Ransom, that. You know, the DBs, especially the cornerbacks, have left a lot to be desired. So four and five star guys that were coming in here in 2023. Yeah, not ideal when you put a lot of time and effort and money into recruiting them that they go out the window and they go to, you know, a a program that's been struggling a little bit and has a first year new head coach down there to Auburn. So hate to see that, man. Joshua Mickens, that was another last day, late day call. Big stud, the defensive end. Good that you got him, but yeah, disappointing that Kay and Lee had a little dude flipping flipping action there. Yeah, and then the other one that was, you know, on the on the radar was uh, Mateo Uyangalale, right? Oregon. For yeah, him. ended up deciding to go to Oregon, and that's a that's a he would have been a big time defensive end target that you know five star pass rushers. That's the thing Ohio State has had a lot of you know in the last ten years or so, but of late, not exactly 
getting that as well as they used to. And that was one that they thought, well, maybe we can get Mateo Uyangalale. And that would have gone a long way towards making this class feel a little bit stronger. Instead, that does not happen. So, yeah, man, there's no way to slice it. There's there's some concerns here with the recruiting, and there's some concerns with how that goes. Now, as we talk about all the time, and this is the type of thing you're going to hear people say around the country who don't have a top five recruiting class, hey, it's all about getting the right fit. It's all about getting the right guys who want to be here, who want to be studs. There are four and five star guys in this class. There are talented players. It's not like this Ohio State class somehow is going to be like Northwestern's going to have a better class. It's not It's not that, but you're Ohio State. You're trying to keep up with everybody in this name, image, and likeness era with Alabama, with Georgia, USC, all these schools getting big-time recruits. You want to stay in that mix, and Ohio State right now is just like a, a little bit of like a half step behind those schools, it would seem like, and that's... That's no. That's not exactly what we wanted to hear. Yeah, but it's reality. And you know what? It's it still makes it really interesting to me. I know this isn't the news of the day, but the the sting of not getting Dylan Rayola that wasn't going to be for this class. That would be a year from now, next year's class for twenty twenty four. But when you look at our twenty three class, and you see once again you're killing it in the wide receiver department, you just keep wondering when is that going to end is that ever going to that well going to dry up at all you start off boom with brandon innes the top guy in this class six foot 195 pounds you know top 30 guy overall in the country a lot of people's top ranked wide receiver in america from american heritage down in florida you get innes you get noah rogers from carolina you get carnell tate from the img academy three of your top four guys once again, all wide receivers and Rodgers and Carnell Tate, they bring in some size too. Those dudes are 6'2 right off the top. And then Luke Montgomery is their third ranked recruit. That's nice to see a Finley, Ohio, big hulking offensive lineman. But man, yeah, wide receivers, you're still going to have the cupboard stocked. So it's disappointing that your quarterback didn't want to stick around and be a part of that, even knowing that you know guys like Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Ibuka, they might be moving on, but there doesn't appear to be a sign of any slowing down with the development. This is just going to be a continuous cycle that uh, hopefully carries out another four or five years. Hopefully yeah. it never stops as long as Brian Hartline is a coach at Ohio State. Yeah, you, you'd like to hope so, man, because this is something that we obviously want to see this, this, uh, this roster continue to be as good as possible, continue to improve. It's just not something that's thrilling when you see guys that you had thought, oh, maybe some of these guys will end up coming here, or especially seeing a guy flip on signing day who was a big-time get, and then he goes down to to Auburn with a new coach, and Hugh Freeze, I don't think it's going to work out long-term, but in the short-term, he's getting some guys down there. He's getting some dudes. We'll see if that sticks. Again, it is Wild Card Wednesday, and we're certainly not about to neglect on that. Uh, Urban's little Meyer tweeted us and said, my guys. You need a Hummer? Thank you. Uh, to touch on your music conversation from yesterday, if you could have a whole day sit-down session with any one musician, past or present, who would it be? It's just one person, not the band. You can hang out, jam, interview, personal concert, whatever, for a whole day. My answer's pretty simple. Ooh, man. I got a really easy one. I think I, I think yours is pretty simple, too. I, if I, I had the to guy guess, that I said, well, I would usually say Dave Matthews. That was but who I was thinking you'd I kind of, I spoke about this on yesterday's show. I got on a little Tom Morello kick, and I think he's such a oh, neat guy. Yeah. Just a neat guy. Like, talking about, I've heard some of his stories about being drawn to certain guitars, and he still, I want to say I was watching one where he had his first guitar. It was like a, you know, $50 pawn shop fender or whatever, and 
he still you know restrings it, still you know picks it up and jams with oh, it. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And he's obviously he's revolutionized how you play the instrument. Yeah. So I, I think guys like that are neat and they have a lot to offer. He seems like Tom a really good dude too. Yeah. He's a very interesting guy too because sometimes people get on him because he has his political opinions and sometimes people so are like, what? hey man, okay. stick to your music. You're just some dumb that's musician. That's the whole idea of their music. Right. But then that's he, what they he that's says convey. He says, I forget what his tweet said he, where it went viral where he said something like, you don't have to be a Harvard educated poli sci major to weigh in on political topics. But I happen to be that guy because he did. He was like super smart. He went to Harvard yeah. and like actually studied this stuff. So it's like, so he has opinions. You may not agree with his opinions, but it's not like the guy has no background for what he's talking about. I know he doesn't. He's not your typical just, and I don't know, you're not trying to typecast what guitar players are, but. No, but I know what you mean. Like the you guy who's like, yeah. the, the, the lead guitar player. Who's the, um, who's the lead guitarist for Aerosmith, right? Joe, what's his name? Perry. Joe Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy. I mean, I get yeah, Maybe Joe right. Perry's super intelligent too. I have no idea. But I picture Probably like is, or Keith Richards, yeah. Right, but I just picture those guys being like, yeah, they're the dude who gets all the chicks. They're the guy who's like the party animal. You don't necessarily think of them as being like the most intellectual member of the band all the time, but they probably a lot of times are. Guitar is a difficult instrument to play. Uh, my guy, speaking of that, lead guitarist, lead singer, drummer. I'd sit down with Dave Grohl for a day and just yeah, like I, yeah. you know what is <laughs> would it be amazing <laughs> too, with Dave Grohl? Me too. I watched that thing where um, Sound City, I think, studios, where they recorded some Nirvana albums and then uh, many other legendary artists have recorded there. He ended up buying that studio because it was like, it went into disrepair. He bought it, or at least he bought the board that was in it okay. and got it all put in his studio. And then he put a whole album together with a bunch of people who had recorded at that studio now, previously. is his studio still just rocking out of Springfield, Virginia? Because I know Dave... I don't know did if that's mo- what, that Dave might and the be Foo Fighters did a lot of their stuff in Northern Virginia, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool growing up there. Yeah, I don't know if that's where he still has this board, but I remember he did a whole documentary on that, and I could like see just from the audio working in radio thing, yeah. I would almost be like, let's talk about the board, sure. and let's talk yeah. about the headphones and the mic, and like all that stuff, without even picking up an instrument. It would be interesting to me. Because I use a Wheatstone mixer at my job. <laughs> Is it kind of like that, Dave? No, I would just want to know, like, I would just love to pick his brain on some of that stuff. I think that's pretty awesome. All right, good wild card Wednesday there. I like that question. We'll do more of those coming up throughout the day. Uh, we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about some baseball news that showed up out of nowhere that I did not anticipate. We'll get into that next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on a fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns on 270 southbound at I-70 on the east side. An injury crash blocking the right lane of the ramp. Lanes of eastbound I-70. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here in the meantime. Starving Port is sponsored by Meyer. Find last-minute holiday gifts for everyone on your list and save with 15% off your total toy department purchase when you shop with M-Perks. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store, or online. Only an array with fan traffic. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. We are going to go on campus coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll also talk with Jeff Rimmer. Some uh, name dropping with Rims coming up at 534. And hopefully we can just go right into the name dropping. No need to even talk about this jackets yeah. team right now. Hopefully. I'd like to get like some Wayne Gretzky stories. Mm, that'd be a great good. one. I yeah. look at... I look at uh, Paulina Gretzky's Instagram account, you know, okay. wonder why I follow her, right? I just, uh, who, God, anyone who can, knows, anyone who knows, that out. probably, yeah, who knows, right? And I just, I don't, 
I don't get it. Like, I find myself sitting back and thinking about it. I'm like looking at this picture of her and Wayne and Wayne's wife, Pauline, his mother, right? Yeah. I'm assuming it's it's ridiculous, you know, like the, the level of blondness and attractiveness here with mother and daughter right there. Mm. And you got Wayne and DJ. They're on the outside. Dustin and then Johnson, Paulina yeah. and mom are on the inside. And then there's just this eight photo collage at this party that I can't even describe this party Is that they're lav- at. Lavish party? It's pretty damn lavish. Okay. Yeah. I would guess so. Greatest look, of all time. She probably like, get to go to that. Looked like there was a clear glass ice skating rink. Oh, wow. Like it didn't look like it was ice. You know what I mean? It just looked like pure glass, almost like a mirror. Wow. And the amount of, you know, silk white napkins and fancy champagne glasses. And it looked like there was a table, you know, dressed up for 50 guests. I'm just thinking to myself, how do you live this life? Like this is norm. This is normal. I yeah. I would be so stressed out having one night out like that, dressed that way, having to dance. I know, having to keep up appearances in that way. I I don't get it. It fascinates me that people live that way. Yeah, where you saying they they go out to the the big galas and all those oh, things yeah, like it's multiple a, times a, gala a night kind of crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Award shows, that type yes. of stuff. Red carpet, rolling out the red carpet, yes, ready right. for pictures to be. You know, flash photography coming your way. Drop of a hat. You got to be ready for it at all times. It yeah. must be quite the lifestyle. It must be nice. Lifestyles of the rich and the famous. So I'm getting a I'm getting a custom suit made uh, by my guys over at Pursuit. Shout out to them. They've like, they yeah, wanted me to come in and, yeah. and do a little thing. And so we're going to do that. Those guys are good. Yeah. I'm going to go over next week and pick it up and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. And I realized though, like I now have the suit, but I won't immediately have anything to wear it to. <laughs> You'll wear it so, around the house. Right. Yeah. So if someone or, that I know could either throw a gala or die or get married or something like I just need a reason. To, I don't want anybody close to me to die, but like way off in the distance if someone could just, you know, at an old age, pass away. I need that because I need something to wear this to. That's what I What do you want the suit to be 25 years old by the time you want someone just go out and say it. You want someone to die sooner. No, I'm Not saying later. No, I'm saying you want the suit I to be old. old. No, I want someone to die now. I want someone to die soon. I'm saying I want someone who's lived like not I want someone that I know that's in their I don't know. How about a marriage? Late 80s, 90s, How about a marriage? Oh yeah. How why did you I think said of that? marriage? Oh, you I did. said a oh, marriage yeah. or a or gala. Death. Yeah. Or but again, I I need to wear the suit so a death is in the mix. That's all I'm saying. But if that happens, what about a TV will, hit? I will get to wear That's more like <laughs> You and I will be dead before that happens again, which is not that's it's not going to be very long for they, me at least. They, I'm going to be dead like, soon, I'm I sure. I feel like they do invite me on there. I know you. Well, that's good. You should be on TV. You have a full head of hair. You look great on TV. You do a great job when you do on on oh, those hits. You've oh, done live TV. You've done the the studio hits. You do a great job. You should be on there. But yeah, I got to find something to wear the suit to. So maybe tweet me some ideas where I could wear a suit other than death, marriage, or I guess TV appearance or like a gala type of thing. Could where you else just tell, you wear it? Could you just tell me real quick, like what color you got? Like simple, like three button, a, like nice yeah, classy got, look. Yeah. A two button, single two button. breasted. Uh, I got a, like a Navy blue with a little bit of a pattern to it. Deep Navy blue pattern. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm a big Michigan fan. Don't you love that guy? <laughs> Can't wear the color blue. Yeah. No, it's definitely got oh, blue. Yeah. Yeah. Love that team up North. 
Yeah, and no, uh, it's just the it's just blue. It's a popular suit color. I did get uh, I got like the brown buttons on it, like the little that have the little um, oh, like, you, they almost yeah, look like they have dark a little buttons. They look like they have a little bit of wear on them, where like the outside the of buttons look. Yeah, so I yeah. got I got that. A little little custom touches were nice. It was I, it was very fun. I think you should just start wearing your suit to work. Just uh, you be know that what? Guy. Just wear you know the what? suit to work, and then just I take may. the blazer off. Don't have to be a tie guy. I may but do wear that. the suit in a nice looking dress. You can even roll the sleeves up a little bit. I think I may do that the first day back from New Year's because that would be the thing <laughs> where like, why are you wearing a suit? It's like, oh, this is my resolution. I'm dressing up for work now. And then I'll just try to I'll be real serious with it for like a couple hours and see how many people I can get to actually believe me. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that would I would never actually wear a suit here unless I had to. But I like wearing suits occasionally, not all the time. Anyway, what were we talking about? Right. Wildcard Wednesday. Uh, real quick, the Mets signed Carlos Correa today. Good for you. $300 plus million contract. Now, if you're saying, wait, Carlos Correa was supposed to play for the Giants, you're right. If you've been following any of the hot stove action, he agreed to a contract with the San Francisco Giants. He was their big offseason acquisition. And then apparently something happened with the uh, medical exam. We're not exactly sure. I was trying to look that up. I haven't seen anything recently. But the the most we can get out of it is apparently the Giants, the doctors who did the exam were like, he's good, he's cleared, we we like what we, clean bill of health. Giants saw something in it that they said, hold on, we're not sure about this. And technically, we don't have to do the deal if we don't like this. Apparently, then that set off like Correa and I think his agent is Scott Boris. I'm sure it is. Scott Boris then decided, all right. And his client, we're we're gonna back out of this, or the Giants decided to back out some some way, shape, or form. He was a free agent again. And then Scott Boris happened to be in Hawaii with Steve Cohen, who is the owner of the Mets, who has like twenty five billion dollars. Yeah. Mr. He Cohen said, always here. And he they had put in an offer for Correa before, so then he said, Hey, we're here, let's do the deal. And so at three o'clock this morning, I didn't see it at the time, but that's when all the tweets came out that, oh my gosh, this deal's happening, this is done. He's not with the Giants at all, he's going to the Mets. Mets still have Lane. They have Frankie Lindor. So now they have yeah. Lindor and Correa on the left side of the infield. Oh, nobody's feeling sorry for you for the roster buildup. I mean, oh, you're spending gosh. more money than God. And uh, Carlos Correa gets the 12-year, $315 million contract. So he's 28 years old. And not a oh, lot yeah. of teams. I'm, I'm sure the Giants, if they had any reservations, right, that they were okay trying to get out of that for locking a guy up until he's 40 years old because we've usually seen how that goes but i guess i guess the thing about that is yeah he's locked up till he's 40 but is that overall number of 315 million even if his production does decline and then you're gonna have to work out some kind of deal to get out of the contract or push some of that money like the mets are so well known for give yeah get some more bobby bow type of you know future the contract payouts yeah did you know that uh bobby bonilla's deal will be up the same time as Carlos Correa's deal. <laughs> no, well, no, no, because they Carlos, actually do end at the like roughly the same time. But I we believe know it's the same season. Probably when he's 36 or 37, Correa's play will be nothing like it is now. And, they'll probably and then they'll throw that one into the yep. future. Yep. Uh, the Orioles, by the way, were paying Bobby Bo too. I don't know how many people knew yes, that. It wasn't yes, just the are. Mets. It was the, it was the Baltimore Orioles for his, uh, I think multiple stints, one of the two stints he had in Baltimore. But by the way, must be nice to be a Mets fan and just have all that money. I saw this with the Orioles. You brought them up. Your guys, uh, Chris Davis is going to start getting don't, his deferred payments. Don't remind me. He's going to get his deferred no. payments next year yeah. for a 15 year period. Yeah. Here's what Crush slash Chris Davis is going to get for oh, the rest of his crush. time. Yeah. yeah. 
nine nickname nine point one six million per year from twenty twenty three to twenty twenty five. Three point five million a year from twenty twenty six to twenty thirty two. One point four million a year from twenty thirty three to twenty thirty seven. Total amount is forty two million dollars. I gotta look, I gotta pull up their payroll right now. There is no chance that they have two guys making more than that. Well, um, I'm sure they don't. Yeah. That's just that's the nature of this whole deal. Yeah, Great. they no, no way. I'm like they're 2023 books. They don't even really have a 2023 roster at this point in time. That's yeah. how the Orioles do it. They had no man. They had oh god, they had <laughs> two players making over a million this last season. Oh my gosh, it's just the dumbest system. It's it is. so dumb. It is dumb. Jordan and- Lyles and Anthony uh, Santander. Six million for Lyles, three point one for Anthony. There's only two guys making over a million. Only guys making over a million. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That is that is insane. John Means. I guess I'm not looking at the uh, the the pictures. All right, there. all right. Wow. Well, still not great. Uh, we'll take a break when we come back. The animal community has weighed in on the Buckeyes' chances against Georgia. We'll talk about that, and of course, Wild Card Wednesday. It's Man and Bo and Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find the west side of I-70 westbound between 270 and Hilliard Rome Road that is closed due to an overturned semi. Emergency crews are on scene. Traffic is being forced off onto northbound 270. This also has the ramp from northbound 270 closed. Please be careful. Might want to avoid this whole area in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you on their team. Ace has a variety of warehouse positions and ships available up to $19.25 per hour plus incentive bonus. Ace will provide excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Don't worry, we don't get bones and allergies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you are having a fabulous wild card Wednesday. Oh no. Oh no. I didn't have the sound turned on, so it didn't mm. work. Timmy Hall is in for Common Man today. Yo. We'll go on campus one hour from now. We'll talk to Jeff Rimmer at 534. Good. Rims probably won't be in the greatest of moods. Can't blame him. Jackets are terrible right now. Everybody's hurt. We're sick. We're both. Yeah, I like how, though, when he knows I'm here, he likes to call me, like, Mr. Classy. Oh, I know. Yeah, stuff. he does. He does. I'm it's not, amazing. It's just a matter of who you sit me next to, then I become this classy-looking dude, and no one's ever said that about me. Mm. Ever. No, I know, but that's okay. You Compared to us, you are you are you might as well be Jim Nance. Like you are just Mr. <laughs> class compared to the two of us idiots. Oh, hello friends. <laughs> Here we are for another exciting episode of Man and Bone. Uh speaking of, it is Wild Card Wednesday. Zola the Pola tweeted us and said, "Are there any foods you have at both family Thanksgiving and family Christmas meals?" I always found it odd people had turkey at Christmas, stuffing for Christmas, you should go straight to jail. So I feel like that's we do the, the opposite of that. We have turkey for Thanksgiving and then a ham usually for Christmas. Yeah. That's usually that's the rotation. Normal. I've seen some people who flip flip and do the ham at Thanksgiving and Christmas turkey. I don't. That's fine. I'll let you live. Do what you want to do. No, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm one of those guys. I, I don't consider it. I'm not a hot takey kind of guy, but I am in the camp, and I think the camp is growing where. I just don't love, I'm not gaga over turkey. You know, mm. I think a turkey has to be perfectly done to get that experience. And, you know, it's like, not like I'm comparing it, but 
Do you love chicken thighs with the bone-in skin on chicken thighs? I do. You um, know how you can just cook them however? Yes. They're and always they'll, and they'll always great. be really good. The yeah. dark meat, it's just always juicy and tender, and mm-hmm. you can yeah. grill them and burn them a little bit. They're fine. You know, yeah, you can, yeah boil them on the on the stovetop and then you know pull the meat off for a soup or whatever it's just great a turkey if you're roasting it, i feel it's just freaking hard to do and it is when it hard, goes yeah. dry not i'm not talking christmas vacation you know, oh there's the heart but it's just it's bad so we've kind of gone to just some of the meats that we really love like we've done brisket we did a oh i like that, we did a full-on yeah. kansas city barbecue thanksgiving and we were couldn't have been happier. We'll probably continue to do that and keep the tradition. And we're probably going to switch it off for Christmas. And we talked about doing Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. Oh, that's Christmas. good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. You were saying that yesterday. I think that's a great idea. That's awesome. So no, like not really any for me right now, foods that are the same for both. I love my spoon bread, which is basically like the corn pudding. Oh, that's what we okay. call it. Like the okay. cheese spoon and the bread. corn. All right. Cornbread mix. I didn't know it was That's one of my bread. favorite sides. It's uh, wherever you are. You know, okay. Different different regional nomenclature there. Yeah, I would feel odd. Like if a cranberry sauce came out at Christmas, I'm not I'm not feeling that as much. You know what I mean? Like I like cranberry sauce around Thanksgiving. I just feel like it it would throw me off a little bit. So I get where he's coming from. I just for me that one's we don't have a lot of crossover. Usually, Mashed potatoes though. That's a pretty well, traditional. Well, those are like just dish. if you're are you having a dinner, then you are gonna have like green beans are probably gonna be a part of a big dinner. If you're just throwing like a Sunday dinner, if you're just having a bunch of family over for something, there's probably going to be some green beans, some mashed potatoes, some corn dish. Those things I don't think are, that's different. I feel like there's, if you do like a uh, sweet potato casserole, that might be specific more or less that's to like a, one of those. Absolutely. Right? That's a like, holiday specific thing. But I think you'd pick the one or the other. I don't think you'd be like, oh yeah, we're doing that for Christmas and Thanksgiving. I think most people would say that's a Thanksgiving only, not a Christmas. Yeah. Some of the desserts can can go from one to the other. Well, again, not the pumpkin pie. No, no, no. Yeah. Right. But like apple pie, apple have pie. it whenever you want. Yeah, of course. Yeah, or a cherry pie could work for both. Yeah, that's right. Warrant. Isn't that she's my cherry pie? No? I forget who. Uh, oh, gosh. I was going to ask Bodie. Yeah. Bodie, are you so. aware of She's My Cherry Pie, that song? Have you ever heard it? Definitely know the song. Okay. I don't know if that's... You can guess at the artist. <laughs> I don't know if that's it. Warrant. I may have just spoken You're right. Term. It is Warrant. Is it? All yeah, right. That's there good we go. Uh, so the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl official Twitter account tweeted this out. Uh, Yang Yang, who is the giant panda at Zoo Atlanta, has made their pick. I don't know if Yang Yang is boy or a girl, so I'm not sure. So we'll just say they. Giant panda at Zoo Atlanta made the pick. Pick! Went out there. There's a box with George's logo on it and a box with Ohio State's logo on it. And they had, like, food in there for him. So then, or her. So panda goes out. Goes right to the Georgia box oh, and no. starts chewing on the box oh, and opening no. it up. And that is apparently Dang how it. the pick happens. Pick! I just want to remind people, I don't know if you follow uh, Zoo News very often, Timmy, but I know of Yang Yang. I have followed Yang Yang's career, and uh, you may or may not remember, Yang Yang ran into some trouble a couple years ago. Actually used to own the Phoenix Suns, and now Yang Yang is going to have to sell that. So, Yang Yang... This is, I don't like this panda. Uh, you know what? In fact, I don't want them all to go to extinct, but if Yang Yang goes extinct, fine with me. I can criticize the Buckeyes all I want. I could agree with Yang Yang in theory. Yang Yang doesn't have any place to start criticizing the Buckeyes. Let us Buckeye fans do that. I take it personally when these national media experts 
come after the Buckeyes. Yeah. Even if I agree with Young Young's assessment, and I do think Ohio State's going to lose. I, I think they were sort of grooving one for for Young Young here. They put the Georgia box right closest up to closest. the door. Yeah, and it's yeah. And it's I mean, Zoo what Atlanta freaking think is going to happen? Yeah, I mean. Here's a here's an idea. Like, why don't you have like mystery boxes, and then once he starts tearing into the box, then you see the logo. Mm-hmm. Right? right. I totally agree. That's what just, it, it should be instinctual. That's what it should be. Yeah. And you're then right. there's the winner. You're right. Not I, like oh, there I can see the logo right there. He's an Atlanta Panda. Yeah. What do you right. expect? He's probably gonna a little, pick Georgia. Probably a little regional bias. Not a traitor. <laughs> Of course not. He's actually a sexual harassment pandas. We just found very out. territorial. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. By the way, pandas, get it together. We are trying like heck to get you guys back into the all good category. Instead, you're endangered. You know why? Yeah. Because they want to have sex with each other. That's the problem. They always say that with pandas. They don't want to mate. Well, then get it. Then you don't deserve to be here. All right. At and some point, not, that's how life works. And you don't want to mate. You got to get it on. And you don't want to mate. Judge Mills Lane would say, who is now dead, you got to get it out. Get it out. Let's go, pandas. Figure it out. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. It's Wild Card Wednesday, as you are probably aware. We'll talk more Wild Card Wednesday stuff. What else do we have coming up? Oh, yeah. We'll talk about uh, a new home for NFL Sunday ticket. That's next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An injury crash still blocking the right lane of the ramps from 270 southbound at I-70 on the east side. Emergency crews remain on scene. Please be careful over here. Should be in the clearing stages pretty soon, but traffic is still slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get real fresh, real low prices at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week, save on blue blueberries, raspberries, or blackberries. Just two for $3 now through December 25th. Get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Happy, I guess, signing day? Yeah, happy signing day. Of course, it is Wild Card Wednesday. Timmy Hall is filling in for Common Man today. On campus later this hour, Jeff Rimmer. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up 534. Uh, we will get some more of your... Actually, we'll do we'll do a couple of uh, Wild Card Wednesdays right now, actually. Uh, Timmy, let me bring a couple we to got? your attention. What do we got? So, Jordan Speed Speed Skis says, uh, my guys. Tell them about it, JoJo. I played two Ed, Ed Orgeron today. I didn't mean to do that. All, All right. right. Well, whatever. Uh, he says, uh, how long should you wait before taking the last piece of pizza, chicken, nachos, etc. when you're eating with your friends? Solid question. I mean, that's a... Uh, let's say you're at a party. There's not, one piece of pizza left. Yeah. I think it depends. Well, I can tell you what I do, and then I can tell you what I think is normal. What is normal is you let at least, if you're spying it, you wait until three or four people walk by it, acknowledge that it's there, and just move on before you can go. You can't just like go right up to it no, and take it. No, I don't think you go right up and take to it. I, I, th- I think the easiest thing to do is to, if it's a small group of people, say there's it's like six or seven, you're kind of all like, in a circular seating around the uh, you know table, round table, whatever, just go around like and do the finger point, and just do the nod and say, "Everybody good? You good? Yeah, yeah. You good? Good, 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 good. You could do You're that. Like I'm hungry. I'm hungry still. Like I'll crush it. You could do that, fine. or you can do the say, other. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Or, have like, you ever seen that move where it's like eat that last piece of pizza and you're like I don't want it and they're like no come on eat it and, and then a few minutes later you see that person is I eating it. I want you it. to take the pen. They want, yeah, <laughs> do me a personal favor. Take the pen. <laughs> all right. All right. 
Right. Thank this you. Is, Thank you very much. I'll take the pen. Yeah. This is just this is the move to say I want the pizza. Now, what do I do personally? Refuse at all costs. This is no, no, no. I don't like that move. Here's why. Here's why. I want you to be happy. Timmy, if you're hungry, eat the pizza. I'm letting you in on some fat guy stuff that you don't know about, and that's okay because you're not a fat guy. Bodie doesn't know this. Bodie's not a fat guy. You, you ain't this a is, fat guy anymore. No, this is a fat. I'm still very fat. This is a fat guy thing, and this is a fat guy thing from a long time. I'm talking even as a kid. Like when you're fat, the thing that happens when there's like communal food is people will instantly say like, and especially I've seen. Other people talk about this too. I will never go first to the food. If there's a line like it's like, oh, get up there and eat. You know, it's like, no, 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 I'm I'm just I'm not that hungry. You wait until other people go. Because if you're the first one up there, I've had this happen multiple times. Oh, it's like, yeah. save some for the rest of us, big man. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and then when it's the end, when there's like, oh, come on, big boy, don't you want some more of that? Like, so I have learned I wait until everyone goes, I get my plate. And then I may sneak back if there's tons of food, tons of food. I might sneak back some seconds. But if there's only a little bit left, big guy, no. You can't. As a big guy, I'm like, I don't want to be, because then, then it feels like everyone in the room, even though they're not, it feels like everyone in the room's going, of course he got the last piece. Look at him. Look how fat he is. Looking. Right. Fatty. Look at him. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. But no, I don't. And that's so, not, I know that's not happening. It's just in my brain that it's happening. And I don't want to be that guy. I get it. I get it. Yeah, Chubb. I don't want to be the Chubb. <laughs> exactly right. I, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you've always had that mental anguish when just going up to a, a food line, like we're in the conference room or whatever, and everybody gets to eat lunch. That's just, I guess that's a societal thing right there. And that's tough to break. No, it's tough a, to break it's a that thing chain. In my, it's a thing in my head. But and I have, and it has gotten better since I've lost some weight. Now I don't feel as guilty about that, but I used to feel horror. I would be like, no way will I take the last piece of cake, last piece of anything. Speaking of eating and portions. Now, did you have this at home? Like either with mom or dad? I always got it with my mom. That's what I called her on my dad's side. So grandma. She was the one. Yeah. Grandmother. She was the one that would just ridiculously push food onto you. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even fathom if I would have said yet. Anyone, whether you're young, just skin and bones, as you would say, or someone's a little thicker, yeah. whatever it is. Yes. If you would have said yes to every offering, you'd be dead. Oh, yeah. You'd, you wouldn't yeah. make it a week. Yeah. It's not possible to eat that much food. She's so she was so polite. I mean, she constantly wanted you to be fed and just know that you could be fed at any point in time. Oh, you're hungry? Like you no. Know, Mama, we ate we just ate five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Like I'm full. Oh, grandma <laughs> grandmothers are great for that. My yeah, unbelievable. So my mom's side was nanny. And Nanny was from Hills of Appalachia, West Virginia. Literally a town called Crum, C-R-U-M. Not even spelled right. Crum, Crum, West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. So she would just do this thing where she wouldn't even ask. She would walk over with like the casserole dish and just scoop some more on your plate and be like, oh, Nanny, I don't want any more. Yeah. Like, and this is her response. She'd go, <laughs> well, like that. And she's like, well, it's already there. So sorry. <laughs> it's there. You're eating it. What does it. that mean? Well, just, well so I have to eat it. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Well, I'm not going to argue with it. Cause it was like, are you, are we going to have an argument? It's like, no, 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 we're not. I'm not going to argue with you, Nanny. Thank you. Now, my grandmother, my dad's side, she's from New Jersey. 
So she would be much more like what you're talking about, very direct, where she would just say, well, gosh, you haven't eaten anything. You got to eat some more food. Like, what are you doing? Her thing was garsh. She would always say, like, gosh, if you don't eat it, no one's going to eat it. You got to eat it. Like, she would she would very much, like, insult you for not eating the you food. You know, I, I thought about this, too, as I was standing over the garbage disposal the, the other day. You know, I was getting rid of I actually wasn't. I had a, a thing of soup that was we were done with. We weren't eating on it anymore. And I was actually going to throw it in the trash. And I accidentally dropped it. Like, I thank God I was over the sink because it went everywhere. I'm like, okay. So I just flushed it down the garbage disposal. And I thought to myself, this had to be invented by someone from a family like that. That was just given so much oh, yeah, food. Oh, yeah, 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 right. That you had no idea what to do with it. You already stuffed yourself to the guilds. Mm-hmm. And then there was nowhere to put the food. So he probably was thinking, God, I need. there has to be a way, right? Down this down the sink, right? Water will rush it in. It just needs to be chopped up a little bit or processed, and then away can go. No evidence. It's like Hennigan's, no smell, no tell. No one will ever know. Like that it had to be yeah, something like I that. Think that's, that's probably a fair assumption. That's you know what you're right. It had to be someone who's used to that and had too much food and didn't know what to do with it. I I think you're right on on that. Or James R. Disposal invented it. <laughs> Could be that I don't too. Know. Uh, unknown stuntman says battered chicken nuggets or breaded chicken nuggets. That's tough. I'm, Boy, I'm, that's I'm tough really one, in on the battered. I got to You got to batter it. I think battered is a step up. I mean, breaded is great. Obviously, like a raisin canes. You're yeah. if you're getting like a fast chicken spot and they're going the steps to bread them, and it's not just a deep fried, whatever frozen or even fresh, but hand breaded is great. But beer battered oh, is another that's to notch. Me a different level. Yeah, like the cod or the chicken tenders. Yeah, yeah beer battered. Yeah. Uh, it is a wild card Wednesday. I have more of those coming up in a second. Uh, but first, I did see this uh, little bit of news that it's not officially done yet. But the NFL Sunday ticket, they are saying the negotiations seem to be going Google's way. So Google has jumped in. DirecTV was paying about $1.5 billion a year to have Sunday Ticket at the end of their deal. They are no longer going to have Direct... Uh, DirecTV is not going to have Sunday Ticket. That's going away next year. I believe next year. So then, who takes it over after that? Apple was in on it. Apple TV wanted to be the home of it. Google came in out of nowhere, and they are saying Google now looks like they're probably going to land it billion per year for this deal. And on top of that, there could be more money if they get more people to jump onto YouTube TV, which is where this will live. So if you're a YouTube TV subscriber, I don't think you're going to get it for free. There's probably going to be some type of deal where, hey, if you uh, join us for YouTube TV, you maybe get it at a very discounted rate, as Mm -hmm. opposed to if you just say, I want to buy it standalone. I don't want to get your stupid service. Well, then here's the full price Sunday ticket that you can buy as a standalone. I'm guessing that's what they'll do. I'm worried about that because the price tag on the product of what they want to earn back with the subs, I guess you'd say, just not just for YouTube TV, but like say I've been a customer of YouTube TV for two or three years now. Yeah, I'm saying Are you going to offer, and I'm a big football fan, I've been paying your red zone fee for yeah, a couple yeah, of seasons. Yeah, right. Will you honor and say, since you're just getting the product, we can tell you're a huge football fan. Here's your first year of it free. And then whatever the next year comes in, I would, here's the one thing I hope they do when they, I don't know if they started doing this because I haven't been a direct TV customer for a few years, but they needed to get on board almost like the, the other sports tiers have where you can pay for just your team that you want to watch. 
and it's not yeah, necessarily I don't know if they, I don't know if they did that $300 for the season, you know, because the tough thing about it and it it's good and bad. The witching hour is fantastic. If you have like three or four games that are all coming to a head at the same time, there's something exciting about that, but there's also a negative about how 75, 85% of your product for the whole entire week is happening at the same exact time. Yeah. I only have two eyeballs and one brain. Yeah, so even, I even if you are really someone who has like on one thing, right? If you even have like two or three TVs where you have it all hooked up to where you can get all these different games on different, you know, TVs in your house and maybe you move them all in the same room so you could watch them all. Even that is really tough to do. And then if your argument is, well, I don't do that. I watch red zone. Yeah, you can do that without direct TV. You can do that without the Sunday ticket. You, like you said, you can get the red zone thing on YouTube TV without getting Sunday ticket. So if you like watching red zone, that's great. But like you, you're a commander's right. fan. If I want to have the commander's game, yeah, on, I get you like want to see the audio all your games in the full game here. And then red zone kind of on this screen, to spy on the other ones because that's it. I wouldn't. I don't need access well, to living all here, thirty-two teams. Living full here games. for me, I don't want Sunday ticket because I've got my Browns got games, and then I watch yeah. all the Bengals games for this job, and then I watch Steelers games when I can because that's also for this job. And then be- between those three games, and then all the Sunday night, Thursday night, Monday night, the late window. Yeah, I got I honestly, got football out the wazoo. Honestly, I can't keep up with all of it as is. It's a cost thing. Really, it is. They've yeah. made that really expensive. Unless you're getting a deal, it's kind of hard to justify paying for it, even yeah. if you are a fan of an out-of-market team. I, I totally agree. All right, we'll come back. We're going to do quite a few wildcard Wednesdays. We've had them build them up in here, so we're going to knock some of those out next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that entry crash has been cleared from the ramp from all lanes of eastbound I-70 to southbound 270. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Association Account of Behavioral Health Authorities. Sometimes life can be overwhelming. Crisis text line can help. If you're struggling and feel like you can't talk to anyone about it, text for hope to 741741. Free confidential support crisis text line. Text for hope to 741741 now. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. Welcome in. Hope your Wednesday is going well. It is, of course, a wild card Wednesday here on The Fan. Uh, Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. We'll go on campus, 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, Plenty of your tweets to get to as well. So let's go with some of those because we have a bunch of them for Wildcard Wednesday. Tight end fan says, my guys. Sex masochism. Uh, what is Timmy Hall's favorite audio clip? Ooh. I don't. We play a ton of stupid audio on this show. I don't yes, actually do. know what your. Yes, you do. What your favorite one is out of curiosity. I, I have actually enjoyed the series of Nance and Romo clips. Balls out. That's Nance, right? I think. Where's now? Ro- hit me with Romo now. Uh, Got any Romo? Hang on, hang on. I probably do. Hold yeah, on. Romo? Uh, uh, on. There's got to be some Romo somewhere. Where did it all go? Uh, oh, oh. Bodie's got me. There you go. <laughs> Thank Perfect. you. That, yeah, that's really the one. Just Romo's noises could be a good band name. There, they've had they had a couple too, where some of them they're just saying, and you're like, that's that's they know exactly what they're doing. That was all about Cox, Fletcher Cox. Come on, yeah, 
right? I feel like you've played some Collinsworth, too, where it's basically along those same lines. But he's sort of much more erect. Yeah, <laughs> of course we have. If you listen, if you watch a lot of Sunday Night Football, too, which I'm sure you do, Collinsworth is also almost like a double of Romo where he'll just do a lot of noises where they're doing a replay review and maybe the ball is out like he's balls out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's him. That wasn't a doink. That was a dong. Right. Yes. Exactly. Uh, oh, those are great. You're gonna oh. see Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just gonna be like, "Hey, I got him. No, I got him. I want that sack." That's Romo knew exactly what he was doing there. Exactly what he was doing. Come on. There's no way he didn't. He's sticking it all the way in, <laughs> right outside the box. Yeah, that's right. We talked about Cox. Oh, that's Troy Aikman there. Different Cowboys quarterback still talking about Cox, Fletcher Cox. Uh, so thank you, tight end, for that one. Uh, Sean says, Sean. if you were in charge of putting together a new NFL team, where would they be located? Also, the name, colors, etc. Well, first off, they'd we be just supposed here. to say Columbus. They'd be here. Yeah. Well, they, I would put them here. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't. That's fine. I would put them here. I think I would go with something. Uh, I love the fact that we've got like the... There's a little bit of the tie into the aviation history. Columbus was big with that. Yeah. Like, screw you, Carolina. Well, and certainly we're not Dayton, right? The Wright brothers weren't from here, but Columbus has some of that stuff. With, we used to have the uh, Air Force Base the here. The birthplace of aviation. Yeah. We, well, we had, a, uh, we had the Columbus Jets were what the uh, Clippers used to be known as way back in the day. Yeah. It was my son's baseball team. Oh, they had a Columbus team Jets? called the Jets. There you go. He's so a former member. Can't yeah. be the Jets, but like I know there was talk when the, the NBA for a while, there was a group that wanted to make, I think the Columbus Aviators, maybe a thing. Or like the there Columbus, was. The there Columbus. was a rugby. Wasn't there a rugby team that was here oh, for maybe. about two years that was the Aviators? We, uh, cool you know name. What? That one, or maybe the Aces. How about that? that? Flying Aces. Eddie Rickenbacker. Rickenbacker Air Force Base used to be what was here. Now that's just the Rickenbacker airfield out there that they have where all the like shipping stuff is done. The bunch of, you know, DHL, FedEx is all out there. But that Eddie Rickenbacker was a World War One ace. Like he he shot down a bunch of planes. So that could be your tie-in. Columbus Aces. I think you could go with some plane themes. I don't is know. Is there like, a WNBA Aces? Right oh, now, you know what there, there are? The Las Vegas Aces. Las right. Vegas Aces. That's per- perfect for Vegas, right? Yeah, and you've got the Evansville Purple Aces. Oh, I didn't even think Indiana. of that. Indiana. Well, we could figure something out. I'm just saying, I'd put it here. Colors, I would. here's what I would not do. Would not go with red, white, and blue. Because A, there's so many teams just in general that have that theme. And B, the Jackets have that. Just like you wouldn't want to go with like black and gold. The crew have that. I know the Steelers do too. So if I was going to do an NFL team, it'd be here. And I think it'd be teal and purple. In honor of the Chalehone. I think that's what I do. <laughs> the the, the grandma. I like baby. that. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Joe says, my guys. What is the weirdest sport you've ever watched? In, and did you enjoy watching it? Um, that's, weirdest sport. Well, like I've watched darts, yeah. but on TV. So I don't know if that counts sure. exactly. That counts. Yeah, like, it counts. I mean, I, I do like it. Darts is fun. And it and I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'd go. I've said I would go to a darts match competition. Is darts weird? Like in Europe. Though. 
I it's think not it's weird. Well, I think everyone's it's a, thrown darts. Not, it's a no, perfectly sane bar game to get involved in. I don't mean in. that. I'm saying when you watch high level darts competition where it's a giant beer hall behind these guys oh, and yeah, people and are dressed in. up, they're dressed they're up in costumes, in. they're all drinking like crazy. That is a little bit more weird, I think. I'm trying to think what I mean. I've watched pickleball at the Y and I hate it, so I don't count that. <laughs> right, you're forced That's to just watch a stupid it. Stupid sport. It's like, hey, we're not going to play tennis, but we're not going to play ping pong. We're going to play this thing yeah, that's I'm in between to... and doesn't really scratch either itch. Good think, job, everyone. I don't think curling is weird. It's just different. I don't think it's strange. Well, curling, like if it's curling I could see, though, happening for a long time. How many other sports are played with a giant stone? You don't have that. Like, you have the puck in hockey. I guess that's the closest thing to it, right? But Where do they get the material for those stones? Where are all of the stones manufactured? you know this? Manufactured? If you're asking me and you're hoping I will know, you are dead wrong. Scotland. Oh, Scotland is where they're All from. All the not stones, know that. basically, that are made for curlers come from Scotland. Okay. I had no idea. I well, will, yeah, I will say, uh, I guess, I guess I'll say cornhole to go off of, uh, darts there. Okay. Because when you watch the show, it's very similar to what you were just describing with darts. How, you know, you're just, you'll see it as in an indoor setting or an outdoor setting, and you're wearing a almost, Charlie Sheen button-up style bowling shirt with sponsors out the wazoo on it. I think Johnsonville like slaps their name on everything mm. with a cornhole. Yeah, they do. You're right. And I, again, we've watched cornhole as like at a bar or at a tailgate, but yeah. seeing it as an actual it's, sport on it's TV. It's weird to see that on like ESPN 2 or the Ocho. I will say this. I've never watched it for like a length of time, but I've seen highlights of it or I've seen little uh, clips of it High lie is a weird sport. High lie? Have you ever heard of high lie? Well, you got me. Bodie, have you ever heard of high lie? Do you know what this is? Not in the slightest clue. Okay. All right. I know it's big in Miami. I don't know if it's big anywhere else. But if you go look this sport up, these guys play with helmets because it's kind of like racquetball in the sense that there's a you're an enclosed space where the ball can be played off the wall. In fact, that's a big part of the game is you throw the ball at the the wall, but it's not like a soft, squishy ball. It's a little bit firmer. They then have on one hand, I don't even know how to describe this. It's like picture a like a cricket bat has been turned into a like curved oh flingy thing oh, that you wear on your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. And so they catch the ball in that thing and then I they do know whip this. it back at like a hundred miles an hour at the wall. Do you remember that show that Dahani Jones did for like five or six years? Dahani tackles yes, the globe. Yes, right. I, I didn't watch to, it a ton. He'd but, go to different yeah. countries and then he'd get tied up in whatever the big thing it was there. I think he went somewhere where he was do, playing this game. Oh, highlight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know where else it's popular. I, I feel like Lebetard Show has like talked about this at some length, or they did something with it. That's maybe where I saw it. Anyway, yeah, highlight, big deal, and I don't at certain places. So that I've not watched a lot of it, but when I've seen it, I've thought that is probably the weirdest sport I've watched. Good question. I like this Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, let's see. We'll do one more quick one here. Um, if you could have this one's from uh, <laughs> Come and Go Manager Jiz Hornkamp. Who then says, my guys, Some early onions. you could have any animal as a pet and it would be safe and behave. What would you pick? It could also be resized like the mini giraffe from that one old commercial from direct TV. I know exactly what commercial you're talking about. And that does change my any opinion. animal. And it's then I would want behave. a, then I would want a dinosaur. Like I would want a, I don't know, like a Brachiosaurus, but that it's like, I don't know the size of a small dog, like under 30 pounds. 
just walking around. It's a full-grown, long brachiosaurus with a long neck and a long wow. tail. Wow. I think, I think I would want, want. I think I would want a sized, a fit-to-size elephant. Oh, yeah, exactly. You want something big, miniaturized. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Elephants are amazing creatures. I agree with that. Yeah. If I could have one that could not be resized, I think I would go with like, but it could be safe, a cheetah. Haven't you ever seen like a, a cheetah would be awesome. Cheetah would be great. Have you ever seen one of those videos where like an elephant is reunited with a keeper like after 50 years or mm-hmm. so? Yes, absolutely. And the elephant will like wrap the trunk around the person and show fondness because they know they who remember, they are. Yeah. yeah. Elephants never forget. It's, it's pretty cool. Say. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Some signing day stuff has happened today. Dabo Swinney had some audio that I think is priceless so we will play that for you next it's man and bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center good afternoon watch out for slowdowns on the east side of i-70 eastbound after hamilton road an accident on the right side causing some delays please be careful as they try to get this clear about a 15 minute slowdown is expected this traffic report is sponsored by donato's pizza seems like lately we spend more and get less well donato says it's time to spend less and get more i get three dollars off when you spend twenty dollars or more order at donato's.com or the new app using promo code three on the nra with fan traffic and from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, fat. here's Man and Bone. We'll go on campus 448. We have name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up 534. And of course, you know, it is a wild card Wednesday here on the fan. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Bodie Wells filling in for Triple H or Triple H. Well, I guess kind of Triple H was here filling the last in days. for Triple H. Filling in for Panama <laughs> Ted is what I <laughs> yeah, meant to say. Yeah. Triple H was filling in for Panama Ted the last few days, so there you go. Ted's done. You're done, Ted. No, you gotta earn it back. He's never done. Ted's Ted's been fired multiple times from this station, and yet yeah. he returns. Yep, he so remains. he is always. He will be here. He'll be here long after we're all gone. That's for sure. Um, all right, some more wild card Wednesdays for you before we get to this funny Dabo uh, Dabo Swinney sound. Uh, chip dip says rah rah rah. I gave Common Man an adult toy for Christmas, and he already owned that exact model of Dildaroone. (laughs) So it went into the regifting closet. Who do you guys think he would be most likely to regift it to? I'm not. I Paul Keels. And you know what? He's the only. I swear to God, Common Man is the only person in this office who could walk in with a full Dildaroone. Walk up to Paul Kills and say, Paul, I got this for you. And Paul would laugh his ass off at that. Paul, like, for Paul gets common man's humor. And I appreciate that about PK. Big Daddy understands it. Now, if you or I tried that, I think it would be like, okay, thank you very much. Exactly. It'd be very, it'd be yeah. very nice. No, I could not do that. But with, no but way. with man, like, common man has a way of doing that. That with just lots of people, but especially like him and Big Daddy, they have they have that little extra connection somehow. I, I would prefer him to drive to my neighborhood and chuck it out the window because we <laughs> so have not in the grass. We haven't seen our neighborhood Aunt Dill for a, a long time. Right. And it was really exciting when Aunt Dill was gone for nine months or whatever, and then it reappeared and then, and then returned in a different yard. Yeah. In between the road and the sidewalk, in that like ten right. foot stretch of grass, just I mean, literally hiding in the, hiding in the weeds. I have <laughs> I have a, I have come up with a backstory for why the Dildaroon in your neighborhood landed in multiple yards and hid for nine months. Would you like to know my of course, theory? Okay. Do tell. I've got mine as well. I think there's a family of people, whoever they are, in your neighborhood 
who found that at a yard sale or maybe even picked it up just, you know, I don't know, just saw it and maybe saw it laying along the side of the road and they said, you know what, this is perfect for when we have family meetings and we have to pass like a talking stick. Have you ever seen that idea? Of course. You you hand around a talking stick and you pass it around. And so for interventions, yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Like you just like, Hey, Hey, we're not going to argue. I have the talking stick. So you hold on to some object and maybe they just didn't have any clue what they were dealing with. They took it home. They used it for a while. And then someone said, don't you know what that is? And they explained it to them and they said, Oh gosh, well we can't. And they just chucked it out of their house and it went for a while until someone else saw it and said, ah, that's exactly what we're looking for for our family's talking stick. There's two families that just, I'm guessing in your neighborhood, have no clue what that is. Someone else picked it up, kept it for a while. Same situation happened. Well, it's just, it's, it's one of those. That's it- the story I want to believe. It's one of those items. You know, I feel like somebody was just being generous, right? Why I've used, I've used this. Why throw it away? Just chuck it outside for the next person that comes along mm. and wants to enjoy it right that's right it's not it's made of a certain type of synthetic material where you could just take a clorox wipe to it and then you're good you know sure. it's not going to deteriorate sure it's just sitting in the grass exactly it's, gonna it's be not going to break down so, yeah it's not breaking down the elements will get to it but it just it cleans easily mm-hmm. so that's and then exactly it's just right. become a community type of thing community item like you have you fit you have your your neighborhood facebook marketplace Yes. It's that type of thing. Uh, it do just they sell staying. those? I'm guessing on Facebook Marketplace, you can't just sell a used You make a post. You, no, you make a post and you say, hey, it's out in the front yard. <laughs> Anybody? Free pickup. <laughs> it's a, fr- <laughs> it's, That's it's a right. free, free pickup. That is. Dill's chilling out there. That's so right. So you don't even need to knock on the door. Here's the address. Just go by. Uh, yeah. Help yourself. Uh, Jeff's Gentleman Sausage says, my guys. And they're taking those inches. Um, you do know, you, do you take those inches? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, it says, have you ever, or would you ever consider playing disc golf? Got to watch the spelling on that. Yes, I would. I, you know what? I have friends who invited me in the middle of November. They're like, next time we go disc golfing, you should come with us because they said we do it at Metro parks. There's a lot of walking involved. Yes. So for yeah. fitness purposes, that's good. And you see a lot of nature. And I said, these are all things I enjoy. I like this. And then they were like, yeah, but it's too cold now. We're not going to play probably until spring. But next time we get a nice day in the winter or in the spring, I'm going to go do disc golfing. Look, I'm gonna do it. it's tough for me not to crack jokes. Like some of my best friends over in Hilliard, uh, they love disc golf. They play a lot of disc golf. I've, I've got a set. Because oh, you know, I didn't think as a golfer. Jack, do you look at that the way I look at pickleball? It, it is a little okay. bit of that. Yeah. Okay. I if, see it. if I'm going to get an, and the thing of it is, though, you can spend way less time and get around and do some disc golf. Like if you have an hour to kill, you can go and do that. But it's hard for me. It's just hard for me to play something that has golf that has I get ab- absconded it. with yeah. the with the the name of the sport, mm. and it has turned it into some hybrid thing that is not that at all. I just want to golf. Yeah, I want right. to play golf when I, I can get outside. Play a neat track. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm guessing it's the same thing as someone's like, do you like bowling? And they're like, yeah, I love bowling. I bowl all the time. Great. We're going well, to play I've got tabletop we're, bowling. We're going to play skee ball. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not, <laughs> thank yeah. you for the invite. That is fun. It's just, yes. I would rather just go bowling if we're going to do that. I, I know just Justin Tucker, I know you like to kick field goals, but I'm doing a paper football <laughs> kicking thing. So how are you, know, you with the flick? I'm pretty good at it. And can you, you know, you, just because you're a good kicker, I mean, you could do this. So that's we'll right. See. Um, all right, so we have to play this audio. This is from Davos Swinney today. He was doing his, you know, wrap-up of 
National Signing Day, early signing day is today. And he was talking about, uh, you know, how name, image, and likeness has changed things. And then he talked about name, image, and likeness in relation to Clemson football. Bodie, take it away. Let's hear this audio of Dabo Swinney. Thinking through it, and I honestly, I mean, for me, we we built this program on NIL. We really did. And and I, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We, we built this program uh, in God's name, image, and likeness. And that's how I look at it. That's right. There we go. I like it. I like it, Dabo. Hey, very timely, Dabo. I got to tell you. Man knows what he's doing. Hey, and, and again, this I to each their own on whatever you believe, that's all good. What is What I find interesting is Dabo is leaning into what college football Twitter often says about him, where they say he's a little cornball, he's a little goofy. He is like fully embraced that and said, yep, I sure am. And I'm going to be that cornball, goofball as much as you want. This reminds me very much, Timmy, growing up, I would go to a lot of youth group things, and it seemed like every other youth group I would go to, there would be a youth pastor who would say something like that, who would try to be very, like, punny, and, you know, like, instead of NFTs, it would be like, well, how about NFJC, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, (laughs) let me flip my hat backward and play my guitar for you, and that just always seemed like... (laughs) That was a little, I know a guy who's now very Dabo's, cool as well. <laughs> yeah, Dabo's doing that too, and that's that again. Right, he's right. being yeah, himself. He I'll say this: as long as it's genuine, I have no problem with it. What I have a problem with is like Hugh Freeze, for sure. To me, is a complete phony, and Dabo probably is too. That's but but those guys, if you're genuine about it, by all means, talk about what you believe. All that stuff, I have no problem with people who genuinely believe something. Yeah, when you're using it as a sales tactic. I feel that's icky and gross. I don't know, because we talked about this yesterday, right? How, and I know we're, we've got to break on the segment, but some of these college football coaches are pretty good. I think there's a level of smart brainwashing that goes on to buy into the culture, into the team camaraderie, like with the PJ Fleck type of mantras, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a normal right. world, like that's, that's kooky. That's crazy, right? Of course, yeah. Talk if about someone, row the boat. Someone yes. came in here to like you and me, like we're doing our, our, our deal, we're doing our show, we're trying to just move along with our careers. And I was like, you got to row the boat, guys. Row that boat. Like every day, right. you got to have a focus, a purpose. The boat, that's your vessel. You know, the oars, that's your <laughs> love for what you do. You got to row that boat. Like, what are you talking right. about, man? Yes. But, I feel like he's playing to a lot of these, a lot of football players, right? They, yes. CJ Stroud talks about his love of God every time he starts an and interview. That's, again, he might be playing to his crowd and he believes that, but it's maybe the other stuff that he's been talking about where Clemson's been slipping a little bit. It's not so much the religious stuff, but just everything else he said that isn't really pro player, like NIL, like oh, being for right. some of these things that players want. Cause you're just, Talking about an 11th ranked recruiting class, and you're slipping here year to year. So yeah, we'll and that, see, Dabo. Again, if it's a if it's a genuinely held belief, fine, and probably maybe fine. it is. Yeah, but I'm fine. just saying if you're using sure it as some kind him. of get out of hey, I'm not talking about name, image, and likeness except for this, and then you do that, it's just weird. He's weird. It is a strange. It's That's a strange where it's weird to hit it at a press conference with the bottle of Coke sitting right there. That's and your right. Clemson logos and your sponsor United yeah, Bank just, logo, lending trees right behind you. It's a little pretty odd. good. Yeah. There are some verses about names being taken in vain. I think Dabo ought to look up. Anyway, we'll come back on campus is next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find the west side of I-70 westbound between 270 and Hilliard Grown Road that is still closed due to an overturned semi. Traffic is being forced off onto northbound 270 in this area. They also have the ramp from northbound 270 closed. Please be careful. You might want to avoid this if possible. This will remain closed until further notice. Traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. Are you a team player? Ace Hardware's West Jefferson Distribution Center wants you and their team. Ace has CDL truck driver positions. Don't miss out on the chance to drive for one of the best companies in Ohio. Ace Hardware also has excellent benefits. Apply today at careers.acehardware.com. Only array with banned traffic. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Coming up all day long, we have got more Wild Card Wednesday. But, oh, that was, I don't know why I couldn't play that loud. Let's try it again. Wild Card Wednesday. There we go. That was a little better. We're going to do that. Throughout the day, more of those tweets coming up. But before we go any further, we've got to go on campus. Timmy Hall is going to take us there. Let's go. Common Man and T-Bones on campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by the O Online, your local gather spot for pizza, sports, and all things on and around campus. Obviously, it's a really big day in college football because it's signing day. And Texas hooks... Another one here. Uh-oh. You know him. He's Arch Manning. He's the number two prospect in the ESPN 100. He is a Texas Longhorn. I'm sure you have you know, watched some highlight clips of him. You know his dad is Cooper Manning, not Eli or Peyton. Six foot four, 220-pound star from New Orleans. He's put up some pretty ridiculous numbers. As a four-year starter, he threw four. 8,599 yards, 115 touchdown passes, 20 interceptions. Also ran for a little over 1,100 yards and 25 touchdowns. He broke Eli's high school record for passing yards and Peyton's record for touchdowns. So pretty good stuff. But again, uh, Steve Sarkeesian said signing Arch Manning was big on a lot of fronts. He's extremely gifted. He's got all the attributes needed to be a good quarterback. He's 6'4", 225, got a great arm, good athlete, really good fundamentals. There's not a throw he can't make. He's got the desire, the competitiveness, the work ethic needed to be great at the position. Man, that sounds like a signing day comment. That's that's 100%. That is everything. I mean, are you even missing anything generic? Great pedigree, right? Yeah. Obviously, he's got the pedigree. Kid's a hard worker. He wanted to be a Texas Longhorn. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing you got to hear. hear. He wanted to be wanted here. It. He really you, wanted to be here. Where are you? Like, when you have transcendent type of recruits, I don't I don't even know if, if, if Arch has been a transcendent type of recruit because of the last name that he has. I don't know if this goes to, like, Jim Kelly or John Elway, what type of player we all expect him to be. Maybe not even to Andrew Luck levels where... People just saw that from Andrew Luck, and then when he was playing at Stanford, you knew he was going to be the number one overall pick and be pretty darn good. And I think he backed that up outside of his injury history. But what do you think about Arch? You think he's going to light it up? I don't there? know. It's hard to say, man, because I just I I am so recruiting is the thing that I know today is the day for recruiting. I can't get super worked up one way or the other. And don't think I'm saying this because the Buckeyes class is down a little bit this year. I say this when they have the number one or number two class. I don't know what these guys are going to do. There was, what was it, Mike DeAndrea back in the day that was like, oh my God, can't miss linebacker recruit that would come here. Everyone thought he was going to be the guy, and it just didn't work out. I think there were injuries involved. And then you have guys that end up being three-star guys that end up being great. Like James Lornheis. Yeah, right, of course. So, I mean, like... Chris Olave. Right. You can can take it both ways, I guess. The way I look at it is, 
Let's just try not to get too far out either way. Let's not, oh my gosh, they got a seventh-ranked recruiting class instead of a top five. The world has ended. That's probably not real. And also, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we got a top three recruiting class. We're definitely going to win a national championship. That also is not real. So Arch Manning, is he going to be great? I think he's got a lot of hype. I think he's got a lot to live up to, and I think he's got a lot of pressure. And that school has a lot of pressure on top of it where they have not realized the dream recently. So I'm going to say... There's a chance he's excellent. I'm mean, gonna guess the bigger chances probably gonna disappoint just because that's the nature of how this that's stuff the build goes. up with him. Yeah, that's right, a lot of build right. up right there. So USC's Jordan Addison, he is not surprisingly, you could have just assumed he would sit out this bowl game anyway with an announcement possibly coming here. You're wondering why there hasn't been one yet, but Jordan Addison for the Trojans will not play in the Cotton Bowl. It's said that he's rehabbing an ankle injury that has just been lingering. So it's it's surprising that they're playing Tulane, right? I mean, good for Tulane for getting into one of the bigger bowl games, but it's one of those unusual matchups. Maybe USC is probably not the happiest that that's what their draw was, want to be playing a more power brand, but you got that you know mid-majory football program that made its way into the New Year's Six. Yeah, source told Pete Thamel that his ankle injury, it's not considered serious or long-term, and he should be 100% healthy for the NFL Combine uh, if he declares for the 2023 draft. I think we all expect him to do that. And what do we got going on in bowl games today? Uh, we don't have time. Yeah, okay. Never mind. We don't have time. We're running out. Although we do have time for this. Wildcard Wednesday, Gennaro says, turkey bacon or turkey sausage, yay or nay? I'm a yay. I like turkey bacon and turkey sausage. Not in place of, just if I'm trying to cut some calories, watch some of the fat, I'll eat it. It's fine. The sausage is doable. The bacon's not. If you season it up, it's okay. No. I can season it up and get it real crispy and then put it on a sandwich. Yeah, but you're right. Not just like by itself. I agree with you on that. All right. If you missed anything from the first two hours, it's mostly been that. Wild Card Wednesday. But we will do some of that. And we will hit the rundown when we come back. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. I-70 east side eastbound after Hamilton Road. An accident on the right side still causing some slowdowns. Please be careful over here. You'll also find stop and go delays on the west side of I-70 westbound between West Broad Street and 270. About a 50-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Celebrate this holiday with real delicious goodness and real low prices at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on certified Angus beef bone and standing rib roast. Just $7.99 a pound. Now through December 25th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Wednesday. It is, of course, a wild card Wednesday right here on The Fan. And you know that takes precedence here. Yes, of course, we also know, we are aware, it is also Big Recruiting Day, National Signing Day. We'll talk about it. But... Wildcard Wednesday, of course. We have a lot of love for that, and we have a lot of love for the audience that loves to tweet at us during Wildcard Wednesday. I'll give you a few more here real quick, Timmy. Um, We have got Jerry asking, he said, for Tim Hall, last time we talked about dream golf clubs, what's your dream guitar? I didn't, are you a huge guitar guy? I saw his tweet. I... You know, we talk about New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. I've never really been one for that because I just think at any point in time in the year, like you, just start doing what you, you want to do. You didn't 
Yeah, wait yeah. for a New Year's Day to I start, didn't. you know, getting on your weight loss. It might be October, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's a it's a good time when you go into the cold weather months, have something ready to go for when like November or December hits. The cold weather comes. If you've got a nice indoor activity, I think I want to start taking guitar lessons again. Like I took lessons when oh, I was a kid. Okay. And I could read music a little bit, but it's like with you know speaking French when you're in school and all that. If you don't stay with it, you kind of it goes bye bye. Like being fluent yeah, at it. Yeah, right, right. So I'm I'm not the greatest, and I do I I got an electric guitar, a beautiful Epiphone, like with the violin, like hollow style body. It's a fire engine red, like it's a slick guitar, and it's it's cool. And I, I got a little Fender amp with some different settings on it. But I'm looking at a Fender American Vintage 1966 Jazzmaster. That's a Dakota red and white and pearl white. I like red. I don't know, man. Like, there's, there's, I, that's what's great about guitars. There's so many color schemes you can go for and different body styles. But I kind of like that classic slim body. You know, the, the, even the hollow body one I have, it's not like a super thick one. Like, it's, it's easy to, I didn't know you had all this knowledge on to, guitars. You know, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were that that into. No, it. I don't. I, I don't. hope you do go get guitar lessons. I think that'd be awesome. You should do it. But this one's pretty. It's got the cutaway body. Pretty simple, like what you would picture a Fender guitar, electric right. guitar, looking yeah. like. And then for an acoustic, uh, Taylor. I pick the most. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm looking here at the bottom of the the website. And they start at nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Good lord! And it's the presentation series, where it's just the fine craftsmanship, tone woods, and aesthetic detail. Yeah, it's a beautiful. I, are you trying guitars. to get us? I think let's yeah. get him a sponsorship. Come on, salespeople, let's get Hi, on this. Timmy Hall here for Taylor Guitars. <laughs> it's the you only wanted, one that I play. You ever wanted to sound like a rock star? <laughs> Me yeah. too. That's why I bought one of these bad boys. Who's the there guy that looks like Zorro that like pops up on oh, all those ads? I don't know, but Plays I know the, guitar, who, the acoustic I know who you're guitar talking about beautifully. He plays. Does yeah, he have like longer fingernails? Yes, he wears yes. like a black. He looks like you know yeah, Heisenberg like a, up there with yeah, the Zorro hair. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> who am I thinking about? There <laughs> was this dude. There was a guy named. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of. Uh, there was a guy who used to be on a show called. Howdy Duty back in the day. A show no, no, called no, no, Howdy no, no, Duty. No, 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 no. Not Howdy Duty. What the hell was that show called? I don't know. I'm blanking on it now. <laughs> Is it like it Howdy Duty? Maybe it was. No, it was some like country bumpkin name. But anyway, the guy who used to be on there was this guy. They had a bunch of country music stars on this show. And it was Roy Clark. Have you ever seen... Have you ever seen that? Hee Haw. That was the show. Hee Haw. Have you ever Howdy seen Hee Haw? Not Howdy yeah. Duty. Hee Haw. Sorry. Have you ever seen that show? I probably have okay. seen like clips of an episode, but I'm not a watcher of Hee Haw, no. Go look up Roy Clark, who used to be on Hee Haw. It was just a goofball show. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it was like sketch comedy meets music, and it was all like country music stuff. But I used to watch that with my grandparents because they love country music. But Roy Clark was a legit guitar legend, and he died a few years ago. But he was he on was an dude, episode. Yeah. He was on an episode of The Odd Couple. And this guy, you would think, like... He was famous for playing like country music, known for this, played on a lot of albums, played on, you know, had solo career, had songs, albums, stuff like that. He was on The Odd Couple, that old show, the older, oldest version of that show. The Odd Couple, that was what, like Lemon oh, okay. and Math Out? Yeah, yeah. The remakes? I believe, I, well, yeah, yeah. I, yes, but there was the original like right. show, right? Yeah. He, sh he showed up on that, on one of the episodes... And played the Spanish guitar thing, like what you're talking about, with that like classical guitar, that, that classical type of thing. Riff kind of, and it yeah. was one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard. 
And that's I mean, that was on network TV a hundred years ago. Hee Haw was on from sixty nine to ninety seven. Yeah, it had a run. Man. How about that? I didn't know it was and on no, that, that long. So I mean, I me being born in eighty four, that was certainly in the window for it being a little variety show. But did you, for did what you it have was. a lot of hillbillies in your family? Because I did, and that's why I watched Hee Haw. I did grow up in Virginia, and Roy Clark was born in Virginia. Yes, but Yeehaw, I was from the northern part of the state. Okay, so that Not was a little the probably different. Flag flying <laughs> part of the state. <laughs> Hee Haw had. Here's the thing that they used to do. It was very goofball. Like you would have, like an attractive actress would be on the show, right? And then like an old timey musician, like some I don't know, like Johnny Cash or somebody. And so it'd be like seventy year old Johnny Cash being like, "Hey there, how you doing, lady? What's a What's the difference between why the chicken cross the road? And then she'd like, I don't know, Johnny, why? And then he'd have some like goofy joke that would be stupid. And everybody would be like, yay. And that was it. And then they'd cut away to like someone playing a song. And then they'd cut away to a sketch comedy thing. It was very bizarre. And I don't know why we don't. I mean, we have Saturday Night Live, but we don't have a lot of other variety shows like that anymore. And that's too bad. It was produced at a Nashville, Tennessee. I'm sure that's shocking to you. Yeah whatsoever all right anyway look up roy clark if you're into guitar stuff he was he was the legend still one of the greats that ever played guitar i would say that all right we should probably do the rundown right i think that's what people are waiting for so let's do it rundown time the rundown the rundown or play the right one common man and t-bones the rundown the rundown sponsored by mobile center part of the 5g t-mobile network did it yesterday did it today probably do it tomorrow too just so you know uh the 2023 Signing day is here for the class of 2023 early signing period open, but it's essentially new signing day. Uh, the class for Ohio state, a lot of the names are in now. They got some, some absolute big time names, Brandon Ennis, five-star wide receiver, fifth composite five-star wide receiver to sign with Ohio state since 2019. That's a big deal, right? They got a few of the other guys that were high Noel on their Rogers, list. Carnell Tate, the other two, you know, stud wide receivers right at the top there. Yeah. So they definitely got plenty of guys that they, they wanted to get. They still have a really good recruiting class. Is it a top five recruiting class? Probably not. More like a top 10 class. Um, they did have some issues with, right now it's at 19 players, I believe, is the number that they have on this class. Right. Plus a Jaden Bonsu who is committed, hard commit. Okay, but has not signed yeah, has yet. not signed. I don't know if yep. that's happened. I, I got to check up and see when that's happening with him. All right. Yeah, we'll look that one up. But in either case... Uh, why are we saying it's not a top five class? They did have a couple of, well, they had one flip, a big flip. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Is it Lee? I think is his last name. Kane Lee Lee, flipped from the Buckeyes to Auburn. Yes. A dude flip leaving, not a positive dude flip, a negative dude flip. Yeah. So he goes down to play for Hugh Freeze at Auburn and he is a corner. That's the other thing that stings about that one is a guy that was going to be a defensive back for you who was a stud. Or appears to be, you know, we don't know. These guys, like we just said with recruiting, it's very hit and miss. But that was a guy that you would think you don't want to miss too much on that position because lately the secondary play has not been great for Ohio State. You'd like to land some more dudes there, get some better players. And unfortunately, one of the best guys that they had in the class has now flipped to go down to Auburn. So that's not good. Uh, and then they also lost out on Uyangalale. Is it... Mateo Uyangalale? Mateo, yeah, you got it. He ended up going to Oregon, which that's DJ Uyangalale's younger brother, but he's a pass rusher, five-star defensive end. You'd like to see five-star defensive ends at Ohio State. He ends up instead going to Oregon, so big, yeah. get, big get for them. It was. They had a 
bit of a banner day. I think, Bodie, they ripped somebody from you. They ripped a Notre Dame guy. Safety? Must be nice just to give these kids $2 million. Hey, you know what? Ooh, here's, yeah. how, here's how I look at it. You, <laughs> don't, you don't want to come play for Marcus Freeman? We don't want you. Wow. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> you know, it sounds like there's that guy. Bo, yeah. you know who you sound like is uh, you sound a little bit like Les Miles, where like he didn't have the That's chest. Right. He didn't, he didn't have, have the chest, chest to, to come down us. here and play at LSU. Right? <laughs> who was that about? That was that uh, quarterback. Gunner Keel. Gunner Keel. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yes. Oh, Gunner Keel. How many schools did he play? He played at? for Notre Dame. He ended at up one at Cincy, right? He did, yeah, I know Cincy. he did end up at Cincinnati. Yeah, right. So that yeah, he played at quite a few schools. Anyway, but that's yeah. That's exactly what a lot of us say, though, right? When the guy doesn't want to come there, you're like, ah, probably, probably doesn't yeah. want it. Probably doesn't want it bad enough to play here. But then when a guy flips to you, you're like, well, that's of course he did. I he, want he wanted to come to the good school. I want guys did. that want to be here. Yes, you want good fits. Yeah. This is what you say when you don't have the top five class. You get top the culture, ten, top yeah. ten class. You're like these guys will all fit our culture. Yes, they're all going to be leaders. They're all guys that we trust. These guys are going to have a lot of responsibility. You don't say things like. We got all this NFL talent. Like, not that they didn't. They got plenty of guys with potential to go to the NFL. Three star, five star, doesn't matter. You can go to the NFL. That's been proven. But on National Signing Day, everyone's looking at numbers, composite scores. Ohio State's not in the top five right now with this class, I don't think. So that's a bit of a disappointment. Ranked seventh. Okay. That's a little bit of a disappointment. So we'll see how that plays out. Maybe we'll get a few more commits and maybe that class bumps up a little bit by the time February rolls around. We'll see. Uh, other big news from today, there was this big signing. Carlos Correa goes to the Mets after he was signed up to go to the Giants, went did a physical. Apparently, the doctor said he looks good. You can sign him. The Giants said, ah, we saw something we didn't like. That made the whole thing fall apart. He, I guess he, in, in the parlance of today, reopened his recruitment, and the Mets swooped in. They've already spent like $350 million this offseason. Well, they added another $300-plus million to the budge, and they're just going to take a, probably the biggest luxury tax hit in Major League Baseball history. But they are going to have a roster that is stacked. And as a Mets fan, you I'm just very had excited. one. Yeah, they were stacked last year and went to the 100 games, went to the playoffs. Then they lost Jacob DeGrom. They're like, all right, fine. We're going to get the best pitcher out of Japan. We're going to get Justin Verlander. We're going to land all these other guys. We're going to give out $700 million worth of new contracts. Steve Cohen going for it. I don't know if that's good for baseball, Timmy. I don't know if that system works. No, it, but as it's a Mets not. fan, I'm no. I'm happy my team is doing it. If anyone's going to do it, it's not. And as you sit there, and the, what did the Mets do in the postseason? Absolutely nothing. So I mean, yeah. it, it can help you. It, it's hard to not be in that position to go to the postseason with the extra teams going now with the wild cards. But it stinks. Like, how about that late season collapse, right? Where you yeah, didn't win the did. division. Yep, that's exactly gave it up, right. Gave it up to Atlanta. So there you are. You wore that hoodie just for Carlos Correa. Well, you, just for the the that? whole thing. The whole thing. Man, you're sick. It's been quite sick, hey, man. Here's what I know: billionaires are evil. Unless they decide to spend money on things I like, then they're slightly less evil. That's where I stand on that, and I'm going to say that's a fairly inconsistent position, but I don't care. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mobile Center, part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got to talk about, we did some some National Signing Day stuff, but there is a a, a couple of names that committed, a couple players that committed to National Signing Day today, and we got to talk about the names because there are some (laughs) all-time greats. Any Batmans? Not a Batman. All right. But we got a couple more names to enter into the Pantheon. We'll do that next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find the east side of I-70 eastbound after Hamilton Road, an accident on the right side causing some backups over there. Also going to find a crash blocking the right lane of the south side of I-71 northbound at 270. Police are on scene. Plan about a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, get your money paid fast. This football season, make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Oh, yes. No Common Man today, though. Timmy Hall filling in for him. We got Bodie filling in for Panama Ted. It is a wild card Wednesday. We will, of course, talk to our guy, Jeff Rimmer. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up 534. Uh, plenty more of your wild card Wednesdays as well. Um, so <laughs> I just love this guy. Uh, Guy sent us a tweet and he said, how does the dad on Bluey eat chocolate ice cream? He's a dog. And there's a photo of Bluey the dog from, or actually his dad, technically. Bluey's dad is eating a chocolate ice cream. That's a good point. I like it when people go deep on the cartoons. We got to stay consistent with the lore. That's what I feel like. Uh, Dustin says, my guys. About a week and a half ago, I went on a date. After dinner, she took me to meet her friends, which included her ex and some other dudes trying to hit on her. Dating sucks in your 30s. With that in mind, was the worst date you ever had before you each got married? Hmm. I mean, I had some, I had some dates that just were like, we just didn't really have like a huge plan or anything. So we just went to some, you know, Applebee's when I was like in high school. I mean, I'd go on a date and go to Applebee's or something. It was just kind of lame. Yeah. Like you just remembered a clunker of a time. I, you know, the, the young woman that I was dating right before I met Sarah, when I was in college, it was the most horrendous type of breakup so I guess it wasn't really any particular date. You mean your guy's breakup was? No. Yeah, when or, I, the, or the breakup she went through before no, you? No, mine. Oh, okay, okay. I was dating I was dating this gal and I was, you know, already had my son. <laughs> it sounds so lame, right? It sounds so it sounds so messed up. Had my sights set on Sarah, baby. Oh, all right. You were I already was ready to done. ditch this lad lady and move on to Sarah Town. <laughs> That's okay. right. All right. And it was just she was so overzealous. Like we couldn't, I couldn't even go to a party without her wanting to be touching me the entire time. Oh no. So clingy. So, clingy. So stage five oh, clinger stage here. Stage five clinger. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Vince. That's exactly what we were dealing with. Mm. And it was just so weird. And the breakup, it was so awkward. It, it had to be that way. It couldn't just be a, Hey, you know, could we just be friends? And, you know, it's been it's been fun, but best of luck. You know, we'll yeah. see you around. Love to hang out soon. No, it was like the most terrifying thing I ever did. It was just the most awkward thing. We kind of stared at each other for about forty five seconds, and then her her eyes got just like really, really enraged. Right, and I just kind of left, just left the little uh, dormitory or apartment complex, whatever, and just see, got the hell out of that's there. That's interesting because I am I am very happy in my dating life and in my marriage life. I have I have always ended up being with people who were independent people who were not like 
clingy yes, at all. Let's just be. I've always just, ended, just I've be. always ended up being in that relationship, right? But I've wondered what for like a couple, a couple dates or like a week or something of just the very clingy person. I know it wouldn't end well. But I like right, I, yeah. I, I guess never that's, been it's not going to end with well. someone like that. You she know just what I mean? couldn't get enough of me, you know. Right, and it just—I've had enough of that. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself? Because this, I think of me. this is what I have is like I don't like—I don't think highly of myself. So if someone else is like super into me, I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. I mean, right? we're at a party. We're yeah. You've th- had no, what your you're arm, describing you've is had beyond your arm normal. Around right, me yeah. For an hour, we're walking down the street. We're party hopping. We're going down this street, Iowa Street, Massachusetts Street, like all these different streets. Your arm is still connected to mine. We're we're going over to where the keg is to fill our cups with some beer. Can I just stand in this corner and talk to three of my friends without yes. you like holding my hand or touching me? That's yeah. all. Like it was like three straight dates of that, and then I was like, whoa. I do now. Something's got to happen here. I do remember one other date that just popped into my head. One of the last dates we went on in a relationship that I had, my last relationship in high school, we went on a date where I was able to get Ohio State football tickets. So me and her went on a date. You know, we had cars, we were driving, all that stuff. So we go to the Ohio State football game. I forget who we were even playing, but the entire time it was like ball would go seventy yards in the air to receiver who would catch it, run into end zone for Ohio State. The entirety of the horseshoe would stand up and cheer, and she would look at me and go, "What just happened?" And I'm like, "Well, I, a, a touchdown." Well, I mean, like, I, I get if you don't know sports, <laughs> but like, right, yeah. everyone here is excited. You know what we came to, and who's filling up the stands here? It's mostly Ohio State fans. I would say, just venture a guess. Ohio State scored. It would be <laughs> Ohio State did something good. <laughs> it was a beneficial outcome for Ohio State, and that was like you had to that leave was that a tough game. One. You had to leave that game early, didn't you? That was a little bit of a tough one. That was I, that wasn't going anywhere. Turned out, I don't think she wanted to go. I think I just wanted to go, and I I didn't realize I wasn't I didn't really get that until later. I'm like, oh, this probably just she didn't enjoy that. That's what this was. Uh, wild card Wednesday here on the fan <laughs> throw. Uh, let's do these couple names real quick, and we get to more of your wild cards. So in this day of recruiting. There are lots of guys who have great names. You find this out when you have thousands of players committing to go to different schools on a day like today, National Signing Day. The couple of names that have popped out of this year's class as standouts are pretty great. Yesterday we had Mark Batman, who's coaching up at Toledo for their soccer team, women's soccer team up there. Now we're going to add these names to the Pantheon. A guy who is a 5'11", 185-pound product of the class of 2020 He's been playing community college at Northwest Mississippi Community College. Now, though, he's jumping up to the big boy ranks of Central Arkansas. But he technically committed today, so he's not a high school commit. But his name, this guy who's now transferring to Central Arkansas University, his name is Dude Person. That's the name, Dude Person. Dude. Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's your car? Like You could literally have this conversation with this guy. And also, of course, Dude Perfect comes to mind instantly. Dude like, Perfect. Yep. I, they got to be doing Trick something. Trick shots. Right. They got to be doing They're something. Gonna ha- Dude Person is going to be at the HQ on their next YouTube video. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. It has to be. That makes total sense. The other name that's great. And What's this the is, other one? This is uh, the guy tweeted out, all glory to God, committed. I'd like to thank my parents, my coaches for the sacrifices they made, making me the player and person I am today. Pause up. This is a player who is 6'5", 225-pound tight end slash defensive end who's going to go play at FIU, Florida International. His name, 
is Rowdy Beers. Mm. And if you're saying is Beers, Rowdy, Rowdy? It? It's B-E-E-R-S. Beers. It's I'll Beers. Bring His the name beers. is Beers. I'll bring the beers. Now, he's a high schooler, so I don't I don't know if Rowdy Beers has actually had any Rowdy Beers, but eventually Rowdy Beers is going to have plenty of opportunities. If he's any type of good player and a star, like I know you they won't do alcohol name image and likeness stuff like that. I get why they won't do that, but when he gets out of school, there will be all if he's any good at that school, you know what I mean? Like absolutely. Or maybe he transfers to a place, gets a little bit more pub. He will have opportunities just based on the name Rowdy Beers. Now, do you put both those ahead of these names from the last year or two in college football? DeColdest Crawford. DeColdest was a big one. Yep. General get- Booty. <laughs> I forgot. General yes. Booty. General Booty from Oklahoma. Great. How yep. about Boogie Knight? I mean, that's a classic. I didn't realize there Boogie was a guy named Boogie Knight. Knight with a K, Louisiana Monroe. Yeah. Fat Watts from Tulane. That's, I like a PH. that. Fat I like Watts. That. Mm-hmm. Storm that's good. Duck. From North Carolina. Okay. Storm Duck. That sound Storm that, Duck. That sounds yeah. like a play that Oregon would run. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. It's time to run Storm Duck. Am I sure, Coach? Yeah, we're doing it. We're my, doing Storm my Duck. My personal favorite, Cavassier Smoke. Cavassier Smoke. From Kentucky. That is I do remember that name from last year. That is a ladies' all-timer. man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the Cavassier. Oh, let of me course. pour some Cavassier right here, right now. <laughs> Underrated sketches. Let's talk about that butt. <laughs> Enough of that. Tim Meadows. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. We come back. Another guy who likes to talk about Cavassier and butts. Jeff Rimmer will join us. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up next here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. The west side of I-70 westbound at 270. An accident now in the clearing stages. An earlier overturned semi has been cleared, but ODOT and cleanup crews remain on scene. All lanes have reopened, but plan out some heavy backups as things continue to get cleaned up. This driving report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Celebrate this holiday with real delicious goodness and real low prices at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week's save on certified Angus beef bone and standing rib roast, just $7.99 a pound out through December 25th. Get real. On the NRA with fan traffic. Common man and T-bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Byers Imports, Hamilton Road by the airport. Every Wednesday this year time, we talk with our guy, the TV voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. He is Jeff Rimmer. Jeff, what's up, man? How are you, Rims? I'm doing well. Full disclosure, uh, there was uh, a television issue in my room, and it's been that way all day. So uh, after uh, several meetings here with the engineering department, they literally just moved me seconds ago into this new room. So, what uh, do you mean a TV? Yeah, like your well, TV in your room didn't well, work, and that's unacceptable. Rimmer's not. Rimmer's not at home. Right. He's right, at the hotel. In, right. Yeah. You're in Chicago, right? Because you guys just yeah, yeah, yeah. went right back we came to, right to Chicago. Yes, yeah. we did. With a winter storm coming and uh, the end of the world. Yeah, it I looks just like make this sure, like, weather's going to be awful. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. but go ahead. What were you going to no, say, No, I was Tim? just, when he was talking about the TV issue, I just, there's certain things you can order on hotel TVs. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't, like, <laughs> stuck. <laughs> and it just wasn't stuck on that. And you're like, no, I didn't order this. Right. This is not me. Get <laughs> it off there. Totally and, understood. And then I got to switch who, who rooms. Who you are? Common, man? That's right. <laughs> who you are? Common, man? <laughs> so to, someone's got to play the role, right? Yeah. So do they have yeah, multiple did. presidential suites that you... How do they do that if you're already in a presidential suite and a TV doesn't work? They just move you to the other corner of the hotel? I don't know how that works, but it must be nice. It sounds well, great. I actually got. I actually have the same room, only on an executive floor now. I'm on the 19th floor, if you have to know. 
Okay, there Executive. you go. I'm going to go look it up. I'm going to go find you, and we're going to go hang out. Once I get out of here, I'm going to fly to Chicago and then bunker in for a couple of days. Let's talk about better, as much. <laughs> go ahead, Rims. You better uh, get on a plane now because who knows when they'll be shutting down the airport because yeah. the end of the world is coming if you turn on the news on any channel here right now. Oh, I know. But anyway, let's let's talk some hockey. Let's talk uh, a little buyers, imports, by the airport, whatever you guys want to discuss. I was going to say, whenever, you know the weather's bad when you're like, let's talk about the Blue Jackets. Let's pivot to what's going on there. I know it's been a tough stretch for the Jackets. They had three and four nights, lost five in a row. But let's try to, Rims, help me find some positives if we can. As much as that's not usually what I like to do, I will do it for the sake of this discussion. How about Daniil Tarasov? He's not been playing poorly for a rookie who is not expected to be in this situation He's taken on a lot, and he's been able to handle it, I think, pretty well. Yes, he has. Uh, I mean, his safe percentage alone, he's given the Blue Jackets an opportunity to win at every game. Unfortunately, going into the last night's game, they'd only scored four goals in four games, but he has been exceptional. And uh, I think he's been even better after I mentioned something on uh, on the air a couple of nights ago to, to Jody that he needs to work on his rebound control, and he's done he's done that as well here. But, uh, yeah, he is, and I, I said this to you guys a couple of weeks ago, and, and T-Bone, you called me on it, talking about him, Tarasov, being our goalie of the future. And I don't think there's any doubt, and I'm sure you'd agree, based on his performance here, since, uh, I'd say, uh, his recall from Cleveland uh, 10 days, two weeks ago, he has been exceptional, and the Jackets certainly need that uh, goaltending. What they've got to do now is, and they did it last night, scoring three goals, uh, they've got to find the back of the net here on a consistent basis. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer and like what T-Bone was saying, you got to try to focus on some of the younger players that are available and in the lineup here when you're looking to win at any, any way possible. D- do you know, can you take us back to, I guess this would be the night before this was the Dallas Stars game. Were you, did you know why Kirill Marchenko got barely, you know, maybe one or two shifts in that third period the way he played? Because he got the goal against the Flyers. And maybe talk a little bit about him. Tell us what you think of Marchenko and, and what the Jackets could get out of him the, the remainder of this season. Well, I, I think, and, and I've been discussing it with a few uh, fans earlier today with a couple of emails and, and uh, messages here. Uh, he's going to get more ice time. And I think what happened uh, the night before that you're discussing is uh, Brad Larson shortened his bench and, and he was going with the players that uh, he felt could get them back in the game. And that's why uh, you didn't see Marchenko other than maybe a couple of shifts in the third period, but he's going to play. And last night, uh, Brad told me uh, prior to the game that he was elevating Marchenko into a top six role. We talked about it uh, during the telecast. And I think that uh, he's proving uh, that he is worthy of a top six role. He's a scorer. He's a former second round pick and the Jackets certainly have, high expectations for him. Uh, I, I talked to Josh Flynn, the assistant general manager here earlier on today. And yeah, uh, they project him as a top six player. And, and obviously he's a young guy. He's 22 years old. He's made a commitment to Columbus and the blue jackets coming over from Russia for a development camp and staying here with his wife and uh, learning all about Columbus and, and attempting to uh, learn the English language. And he's done a good job on that. He was interviewed uh, on a telecast. I don't know if you saw that, uh, about a week, 10 days ago with uh, Dave Metzold. And uh, I'll tell you, he was uh, for a Russian, and a lot of Russians will just shy away from doing television interviews, but there he was doing his best after he scored that goal to at least provide our viewers and 
Blue Jacket fans, uh, his thoughts. So, uh, yeah, he's a top six guy. He's another guy. And there's a, a young guy that, uh, for me, over the last uh, several games has made an impact. We don't even talk about him, and that's Jake Christensen. Last night he was a plus three. He's playing close to 20 minutes a night. Uh, he's playing at both ends of the rink. He's got some offensive instincts. He also uh, has the ability to uh, to use his body to his advantage and throwing a number of checks. So uh, he's another kid that's uh, obviously been given a chance and showing that uh, he's worthy of more NHL time. I rode down the uh, elevator here in Chicago today with Blankenberg, Nick Blankenberg. We all know the impression that he has made in a limited uh, uh, opportunity with the Blue Jackets prior to uh, breaking his uh, uh, ankle and, and leg. And uh, he's back uh, 100, not, well, I guess 100 percent, but uh, he's back skating in full uniform. He was pretty excited about that. So he's around the corner. Uh, Boquist is soon to return. So the Jackets are going to get a couple of uh, defensemen back that uh, were projected to be on this team from the start of the year. So that too, for me, is a positive. Rims, let's talk about your guys' buyer's imports by the airport. Well, you guys are included in this, okay? Uh, It's too bad that uh, Common Man isn't there, but uh, you guys have made a big thing about the new uh, electric car uh, at buyer's imports by the airport, not too far uh, from uh, Columbus Airport, John Glenn Airport. And let me tell you this that uh, with the talk of the Polestar, why you and I, or common men, you and I, have uh, instructed folks to go out and uh, test drive the Polestar, check it out, and whatever, and people are actually going into buyers and saying they heard about it on common men and T-Bone. Is the Polestar a big hit in Columbus? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying the Polestar is a a hit to the extent that... uh, We've got people inquisitive and, and wondering about the automobile and heading out to buyer's imports by the airport to get a first-hand look and a test drive. Rims, that is not so, the first time I have increased the revenue of a Polestar. So thank you for reminding me of that. I appreciate You've done that, that before, huh? I, apparently I have, and I'm apparently very good at it. Yeah. Uh, so Rims, do you have any names to drop on us? That now you, I mean, you just got to Chicago. Obviously, you've been all over the map here a little bit. You were in Philly. Like, What do you have on a name-dropping standpoint real quick? Well, last night before the game, uh, I spent some time with a couple of former NHLers. One of them uh, is a Hall of Famer, Bill Barber, prolific goal scorer in his own right with the Philadelphia Flyers. And they all want to know about the Blue Jackets, and they all want to talk about the young players. And as well, Paul Holmgren, who's the senior vice president, uh, not only of uh, the Flyers hockey team, but of Comcast, the parent owner. And he, too, uh, was asking uh, uh, about the young team and just shaking his head when uh, I brought up the fact that we had nine players that were on injured reserve and uh, 11 players out of the lineup last night that were on the roster when the season started. But uh, there's a lot of people around the National Hockey League, and there's two more that feel the Jackets' future. Yeah, It's not immediate, but uh, they're headed in the right direction. And when some of these players get an opportunity to test the NHL, much like uh, Ken Johnson has, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, he has been impressive. Uh, and as he told me yesterday prior to the game, riding down from the 60th floor in the lobby of the hotel we were in in Philadelphia, that he is exceptionally excited about playing alongside Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Line and feels that he's improving every game. Yeah, well, that is what we need. We need to see that line stick together. We need to see him do well. But yeah, I agree with you. There's there's some 
some positives we're looking for out of a lot of the negative, but we'll do it again next week. Actually, I won't do it next week, Rims. I won't see you until the new year. So I hope you have a good holiday season, good new year as well, and I'll talk to you in 2023. All right, buddy? Well, I look forward to it. The best to you and your family and uh, your sidekick there, although he did try to do his best to uh, replace Common Man. Uh, well, think, uh, it was just a little... A wall, Jimmy Hall. Yeah, oh, thank you, Rims. It's just a little Christmas present from me to you. That's all that was. <laughs> there you go. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Timmy. Yeah, oh, you too, buddy. Merry Christmas, Rims. We'll talk to you and again soon. Our, and all our listeners that tune in here on a regular basis and have a lot to say, about Common Man and T-Bone and uh, some of the comments that are made. They just leave them shaking their head on a weekly basis I, when I show up. I know, Rims. I'll tell you, we'll go get that ride with that Polestar real soon, all right? I'll talk to you after the new year, okay? Take care. <laughs> See you, Rims. There he is. <laughs> Jeff Rimmer, name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer every Wednesday right here on The Fan. Back page when we come back. It's Man and Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane of the south out about 270 westbound before Georgeville Road. Please be careful in this area. And another accident on the north out about 270 westbound after Westerville Road blocking the left side passable with air. This traffic report is sponsored by... Yeah, there we go. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. I can totally talk. Right now, save big on a great night's sleep during Mattress Firm's Dream Sember Sale. Get the lowest prices of the season and save up to 6% off select mattresses from top brands. Visit a store near you or mattressroom.com today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Final segment of the program. Timmy Hall is in for Common Man today, and he will continue to be here well into the night. So tonight on The Fan, you've got Buckeye Show. Timmy's hosting that for an hour and a half. Hour Beautiful. Hour and a half, yes. Yep. Joey Lane joins you on that. That's right. Joe, and then you're going to do Buckeye Warm-Up at 7.30 to 7.45, and then the pregame show, network pregame show for Buckeye Basketball men's team that will happen at 7.45. Tip tonight. Tip? Yep. Tip. Who are we playing, Bone? Who are we playing? Maine. Maine. Not the Maine. The That's Maine a, the men, Maine, The Maine is a band. Maine is just a state. Univ- is it Maine University looking, or University was, of Maine? It's University of Maine. I was okay. looking up, uh, give you a guess there, what city is University of Maine in? Banger. Can you name a few? Banger. Is it Banger or Bangor? Do you have to Banger, say Banger, Maine. Banger. I think it's Banger, Maine. Bangers and Mash, big thing up there. I think there. it's Banger and Maine. Came over from England. Banger, Maine. It is in, uh, it's close to Bangor. It's Arano. O-R-O-N-O. Never heard of it. It's right up the road Didn't from know that Banger, was a Bangor. I'm going to say it's a Banger suburb. Let's see other uh, good towns in Maine. We Portland. got Portland. Yeah, the yeah. Sea Dogs. Right. Great name if you want a, a minor league hat to add to the collection. Yeah. I knew a gal went to college with, worked for the Sea Dogs a little bit. Brunswick. I Augusta. Didn't have, oh, Augusta, Maine, I've That's heard of. the Cap. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. the Cap City, right? <laughs> the Cap. And Bar Harbor. Oh, Bar Harbor, yeah. Big, uh, beautiful. Bar Harbor. Bar, John, we're going to Bar Harbor this car. weekend, John. Bar Got a title on Bar Harbor, John. The lobster's amazing Lobster in Bar Harbor's to drive for, John. <laughs> got to get up there this summer, John. So, uh, yeah, they've got Acadia National Park. I know. Yes, I know. That, Beautiful. That, that I the know. cliffs, the coastline. It is a part of the country I've never been to. I know Paul Keels has been up there. I know Beamer yeah, has they all gone say up there. Great. Maine, I hear, is beautiful. It gets no love. Maine's great. gets no love. Let's go. Let's do the show I'm on going. remote sometime. Let's, Let's go, go to Maine. Let's go to Maine. Then Greenland. Then... <laughs> Well, it's on the way. It is. Hit it's Maine, on the way. Then Nova go to Scotia, the, the land of Jody Shelley. That's right. And then on to Greenland. I love it. 
Uh, by the way, we have one more wild card Wednesday to play. Uh, so this one is from Nicholas Johnson, who says, hey, man and bone, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Um, and I'm actually going to, before we answer that, Nicholas is going to win a prize, a $50 gift card to Romeo's Pizza, because we liked his wild card Wednesday so much. Thank you for that. Last meal for me probably would just be, actually, it would probably be pizza. I mean, as simple as it is, that is the food I've eaten the most in my life, hands down. You know my answer. A death what? final meal. Yeah. It's going to be the Jack Stack feast. Again, oh, you go all the ribs, all and, the yeah, finest meats, barbecues. I, Just yeah, give right. me the give me the KC sampler, baby. Okay, that's all I need. I didn't, you know what? I didn't. Now that you say it, I obviously put that together. But at first, I did. I wouldn't have necessarily guess that. But okay, that's good. Just all the way with that. Any dessert or just all barbecue? <sighs> I mean, sure, yeah. Well, give me like some kind of chocolate lava cake. Oh, whatever. that's good. Maybe yeah. Like a, maybe like a chocolate mousse pie with the whipped cream. You know what would probably be my last meal dessert? No joke. The Pazuki. The Pazuki. Uh, the Pazuki at BJ's Warehouse. Yeah, man. Not BJ, the- <laughs> BJ's Warehouse. I know what you meant. The restaurant. Get the a, restaurant and bar. Dollar yes. fifty hot dog combo. Yeah, there you go. At Perfect. BJ's. We Perfect. don't have one of those. We got Sam's. We got Costco. There used to be a BJ's. I don't think it's around anymore. There used to be BJ's. one on the east side. BJ's yeah. Brewhouse. BJ's yeah, yeah. Warehouse. That Pazuki thing. I'd be. It'd be pizza and that, and then death. That's what it would be. All right. Uh, let's do the back page. Let's get there. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, Timmy, take it away. This is a weird one. I had to really dig into this headline when I, I see that a Girl Scout mom was kicked out of a Rockettes show, right? Anyone who wants to okay. go do New York City in the wintertime yeah, for Rockettes, Christmas. Yeah, Radio City Music, Adam all Adam King was in New York City a couple weeks ago. He saw the Rockettes, maybe at the same show. Uh, she was kicked out after being detected using facial recognition technology. So you're saying, well, what the hell did she do? Like, how? How? First, that's crazy, too. Yeah, I didn't know they had what that. What could she have done? Right. So Kelly Collins, she's a lawyer, got kicked out. And it, recognition tech spotted her in the lobby. And you know, she said it was mortifying, didn't know what was up. And, I mean, it happened right away, too. Like, she's there as a chaperone, a mom with a Girl Scout troop. So her daughter's there. She needs to be in the show, other kids right? Too, she probably has to... Yeah, I don't know how old it, the yeah. girls are, but she should want to be with them. Got flagged by security, told to leave because of her place of employment. Well, now, now she works that's odd. for a New Jersey, Jersey-based law firm called Davis, Saperstein, and Solomon. Davis, Saperstein, and Solomon. So for years, it says the firm had been involved in a personal injury litigation against a restaurant that MSG Entertainment owns. You think so not that's even, pretty deep conflict wow. of interest? That's pretty deep. So Madison Square Garden Entertainment they operate Radio City Music Radio Hall. City Music Hall, and they own a different restaurant somewhere else. And they had been in litigation, and, and that she law works at that law firm. Them. And she's not on the case. And she said it was pretty simultaneous. I think to me, it was going through the metal detector. I had a head, uh, I heard over an intercom or a loudspeaker, I heard them say, woman with long dark hair, gray scarf, security guards asked her to confirm her name and identification, and she had to wait outside. Like, she had to wait outside, she said it was embarrassing, mortifying, I was just a mom taking my daughter to see a Christmas show, and I waited outside. That's why, I need so much more, I did not know, do they have facial recognition technology to go watch, uh... Like a Christmas show at Radio City where the women just like do a chorus line. I didn't know that. Like, what do they have at Target then? 
Because I would think Target would have way better security than well, what they're, they're all Radio City you, Music Hall would have. They're all taping you in high def at the checkout now. Right, that's like, true. That's yeah. so awkward. Right, exactly. Uh, hey, uh, there I yeah. am. There I am. Just scanning my Mitchum's extra strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, two vials of hemorrhoid cream this week. Wow, must be a banner <laughs> week for this guy. We've got yeah. him. We've got him, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that's it for us. Buckeye Show is next. Basketball after that. What's after that, Timmy? Oh, you'll see. There we go. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident now blocking the center lane of the north outer belt of 270 eastbound after US 23. Please be very careful. Traffic is beginning to slow. And the east outer belt northbound after two, after 670 on 270. An accident blocking the right lane. Please be careful here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Looking for holiday gifts that won't be re-gifted? Head to eBay Motors. With millions of parts and accessories at the right prices, there's something for every car lover on your list. And with the money you've saved, you can pick something up for yourself too. Happy holidays indeed. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.